0: Is it some devil that crawls inside of you?
1: They did yeah. it with like the a
2: natural, a natural uh, bleed in. Yeah, I like bleed. Th- I in. like it when you start the shows like that.
1: You do too. Yeah, I, that's good. I like it. Well, folks, the person who hopefully likes all of it, mm. the engineer. <laughs> 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 Ouch! Off to a, a great start. <laughs> all right, everyone, welcome back to the Bad Etiquette Podcast, the one-year anniversary of this show. <laughs> Oh, my God. I hope my neighbors hate me as much as I fucking hate them. That ambulance was for an overdose, not a multiple murder-suicide, unfortunately. God damn it. This is the Bad Etiquette Podcast. I am your host, Dallas Bronson. We are joined by the fucking man behind the curtain of this show. J-Lo. J-Lo. That's right. If you guys have ever heard me refer to J-Lo, and I'm not talking about an ass, I might be talking about this asshole. Um... (laughs) You are the fucking, the man. You make the, you are the fucking thread that holds this show together. And if anyone's ever worried about, uh, this week's episode not coming out on time or whatever, just blame it. It's not my fault. It's, it's, it's not his <laughs> it's <your> fault. <laughs> it's my fault. <laughs> it, 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 honestly, this month's been a fucking shit show for me. Yeah. What's going on, dude? Um, I think, uh, just well, it started, the year started off horribly sick. That's right. I was sick. super sick and yeah. then I was like, couldn't get a good episode in and then um, what the fuck happened after that and then also you know what I've just been so fucking addicted to going to jujitsu at a certain time Like, Ooh, that's a problem, that's a real problem it is we a problem. gotta work on that Oof, Yeah, I gotta fucking stop working <laughs> on myself like that um, this is your first podcast it is my first podcast that's awesome, so how do yeah. you feel like talking on a mic and headphones and shit Cause it feels pretty good, I'm. I think I'm more ready than I thought I was going to be you think you've had enough homework because you listen to so many? or I think I've had enough wine. You think you had enough wine? That's a good point. Yeah, what are we drinking right now? It's um. Ber- it's probably the
2: cheapest, best wine you can get. How do you pronounce that? Beringer? Yeah, that's good enough. Beringer? Yeah.
1: It's Beringer. Founders of the state. Cabsov, California. What year? 2018. Ew. <laughs> I feel like 2018 is <laughs> like just... A couple years ago now. How
2: was your 2018? If you can remember that far. I don't
1: know. This wine's pretty good. So I don't (laughs) think I can. Um, That's a stupid question. Let's get back to the fucking. So I've been going to. I've been addicted to jujitsu. I had to. So this is a fucking cursed calendar I have.
2: Can I ask you how many people do you know that actually write stuff on a calendar? Like a physical calendar? You're the first person I've met that actually has a.
1: (laughs) freaking calendar in the room. Not only is it, a, it's a blank calendar, so I write in every day, every time, every number, every holiday, every name of the month, and it honestly, every, everything, I, everything, everything I put on this fucking calendar doesn't happen. Everything you see had to be Why? rescheduled or almost didn't happen. Why do you even do it then? I just, I don't know! <laughs> I don't know! It's like, because I don't believe in superstition, but I'm still fucking sitting here, and this shit isn't working, so...
2: It's Hey, I see myself on there. That's pretty sweet. I moved that twice, bitch. Oh well. Yeah. I'm a busy man. But hey, at least it's happening. You're not. You don't know that. A man.
1: (laughs) Not a Uh, man. No, but seriously, guys, this um if you guys have enjoyed the show in any capacity and the evolution of sound and quality, that it's all due to this man right here sitting across from me, uh, completely naked, Jonathan Lopez. Enjoy it. enjoy it that's a Stephen brody stevens uh line <laughs> rest wanna, in peace
2: do you want to start with a, a question that i brought with me
1: yeah let's start it off let's right. let's fucking rip the scab off this bitch all right let's do it all right <sighs> i'm already nervous this is my podcast and i'm nervous you're cucking me again well all right <laughs>
2: i already mentioned this one before we started but uh how does it feel to have someone on the show that is listening to every episode <laughs>
1: <laughs> hasn't happened yet <laughs> I don't think a part of me thinks you don't listen to it and you're like these levels look good and you send it off and it might be a whole roast fest of JLo.
2: <laughs> no.
1: This son of a bitch. Um honestly, I if first of all, I feel very proud. Second of all, I'm very interested in what headspace you're in. Because the person who's listened to every episode has an idea of me that only exists in their head. And now I can't replicate it. I can't deny it. And I can't necessarily, like, destroy it. Like that is.
2: You know what's funny? Your show is exactly how I imagined it to be, just knowing you previously. It's like, yeah, this is
1: Dallas. This this is great. Yeah, this is his show. (laughs) Not surprised at all. Uh, There could be no more flattering statement (laughs) than that. But, it, it's kind of a bad thing. You know how many times I get that uh, talking about me now. It's the wine, bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know how many times people have been like, "It's just, it's just such a dullest. It's so dullist." I've had but, like, do I've they, go, Kylie, do they like, go
2: beyond that though? Do they, like, do you get actual legit feedback for the show?
1: S- no, no, not really. Fantastic. Listen, Great. I don't. I, you know what I do here all the time. Sounds great. Jerk jerk off? No. <laughs> sounds <laughs> great your room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, what I hear feedback wise oh, from people oh, yeah. all the time. That's what we're talking God, about. God, those headphones are nice, but they don't fucking work apparently. <laughs> um I get people say consistently that the show sounds good. Sounds great. Sounds really? great. Oh, yeah. like the actual sound of the Yeah. Show. So, just put that fucking feather in your cat. Oh, cap.
2: that's just stroking my ego. Just yeah. chill out.
1: Your first ego. How does <laughs> it feel? Feels fantastic. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Honestly, I don't know. Yeah. How to, I don't know how to answer that question. Like when you say, "How does it feel?" Someone that listens to every episode. Um, if you were someone who would like electively listen to every episode, I'd be <laughs> super interested. I'd be like, "What a guy!" It's kind of a funny question. Yeah, it's a great is a funny way to question. start the show. I guess. Do you want another question? I don't know. Let me have some more wine. Um, okay. Fucking. I wish. Oh, you know what? I totally meant to have people. <laughs> Um, ask. For Hannah. Question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he knows because he's there, bitch. Is it still going? <laughs> you're fine. All right. If I can't, if I can't see the lines on mine, I'm like, where'd it go? What happened? As long as it's red, you know it's recording. Oh, okay. See, dude. Everyone, he has his whole. Everyone who's been on the show that's listening right now, the whole uh, the setup is backwards. I he has the lap, like his laptop, all his equipment, and a different mic and different headphones. It, it's like I'm on his show now. It's like he brought his podcast. And over I have to the re- questions. so uh, watch And out. he has the questions. This is not even that. Oh hey, you know what we should do for your one year anniversary episode? Um, you should come over. Let me fuck you in the mouth with my equipment. <laughs> like fucking. Uh, you gotta love it. We gotta change things up on the
2: show, you know? Kinda gotta, gotta keep it a little spicy here.
1: I, I thought you were saying you're checking your fucking emails right now, I swear to well, god.
2: You know, I'm cool. just having my questions ready, so stay on your toes. I'm sitting down,
1: I'm not standing on my toes. Um any any possibility you'd write things or do anything analog. Oh, I need to take a photo of you. You guys you were it, yeah. You know what? I, I'm not even gonna care about uh You know what? Being a photographer,
2: anything. I hate photos of myself.
1: Can't wait you better make it look great. By the way, I can't. You're fucking hideous, <laughs> so it's like gonna you fuck it up, dick. You're the one, me, the dick. You're the one who looks like this. Smile, how's like, like smiling about you, you I'm... fucking pussy? Oh, oh god, you're gonna get fucking broken up with after she sees this. <laughs> Ew, hideous. Oh,
2: who's that? No, god. screw that. All right god how long does it take you to take your freaking picture
1: I just have to like see how many bad photos of you I can get so like when the blackmail
2: comes out I can spread it hey who edits the show though I can manipulate anything you say (laughs) and it'll go straight online
1: (laughs) (laughs) you better watch out buddy I have a whole file on every stupid thing you've said All right. All right.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot another question for yeah, you. Yeah, okay.
1: shoot it. Shoot All me right. in the face.
2: Kill me. I'm pretty sure you already uh answered this question like way when you started the podcast. What made you want to start a podcast?
1: You know, it's been so long, I don't know if I could answer it the same, nor do I even fucking remember. I know part of it was I had expressed interest in doing it and for whatever reason like you know when you're just like having like garage talk or something you're like, oh, that'd be a good idea. Like, oh, we could totally do that. I think I was having a conversation like that with my brother and he bought me a fucking microphone and it was like a auxiliary microphone. I could just plug yeah, in Yeah, I remember the microphone, yeah. Yeah, or my laptop and just record from there. And then he just kind of showed me how to do it and I was like, oh, this is serious now. Like, he bought me like the first piece of equipment and it wasn't cheap for anything mm. in my opinion. Like, it was like 50 bucks, but still I was like, that's a real pe- amount yeah, of money to spend on legit. someone, and I was spending so much time with him and like doing so much uh, like work on on our cars. I was helping him, and he was showing me things, and it was just like I was feeling like a real connection with my brother, and like for him to do something like that with me was. I, I've never been really close with him, mm-hmm. and had never really had uh, a relationship like that with him, um, which is kind of parallel. Parallel represented in like a parallel way with uh remy Mm -hmm. remy the dog remington because i had such a good bond and strong bond with this dog and it mirrored the way that i was developing this weird bond with my brother and i fucking love that i fucking was like i'm so game like if you're buying me something i'm ready to do this And I just was like... It was like the push you needed, right? It was kind of the push I needed. And I was—I had this really horrible October that year. I was just like super depressed. I don't know what was happening. It was the end of the year. You know when you just have that like pressure of like, oh, fuck, I need to do something. I'm Mm -hmm. not doing anything. Staying stagnant too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I hadn't... And then as soon as I started the podcast, it was just like this eruption of like peer validation attention people getting psyched on it people telling me like oh i listened to the first episode i'm like listen to it on my way to work and stuff and i thought that was so cool like holy shit like um that shit is fucking you do something and people like pay attention yeah like and it really doesn't take too much effort people, people see you trying and they're like i'm game Right. Cool. That's all it takes. Because like, there's a lot of positivity out in the world. Yeah. As much as there is a lot of negativity, um, the positivity that still remains is there to be shared. There's plenty to go around and even though I talk a lot of shit and I have kind of like a dark tone to like the social media and everything I do, like this shit fucking is – I get such a positive like sunny feedback and fun interaction from like Mm -hmm. the listeners and people. And it's not even terribly big in any way. It's just... How many... Okay, so when you post the stuff, like the
2: site you used to mm-hmm. post, does it tell you like your numbers, like your... Does it tell you how many followers and downloads
1: you have?
0: Do mm-hmm.
1: you want to share that? Because um, I don't know. By the end of February, it'll be 4,000. 4,000 what? Downloads.
2: Okay. Wow. Really? Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Yeah.
1: Is it, does it only tell you your downloads? It tells me the downloads, tells me which country... Tells me um, sometimes which state or province.
2: What other countries do you have listening to your, to your show? I couldn't name them all, dude. Okay. I have so many. I, I think you mentioned Australia, right? There's yeah. Australia for yeah. the
1: first time ever, That's which legit. is super That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, but then that person erupted into flames and now they're not a listener anymore. So.
2: Oof. Yeah. All right. Perfect transition, actually. <laughs> all
1: right. You ready? <laughs> Why are you such a flaming homosexual? <laughs> all right.
2: Um, is hosting a podcast, everything you imagine it to be?
1: Um, I will tell you that there's a personal connection and a, no, not yet. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. I wasn't expecting that. No, not yet. I know. Um, What did you think
2: it was going to be like?
1: If you can remember that far back. I don't know if I could remember that far back cuz this wine's so bad. Um <laughs> I think you by said bad, it was I, good. <laughs> well, that it's so good it's bad. Like it, it's good oh, yeah. but it's also uh kind of like cat lady. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Me neither, I forget. Um that, that that's like a de- <laughs> that's a old Joe Rogan reference for like one of his like podcasts. Mm. I don't I don't even want to go into that. Okay. Another um, rabbit hole. Yeah. No exactly. Another rabbit hole. My fucking attention span's going bananas.
2: Do you have a problem with that? Your attention span, kind like of. In general?
1: Kind of. I think as soon as alcohol's involved, it's out the fucking door. Are you like tipsy at all, or? Yeah. Really? I just woke up, asshole. <laughs> I have nothing in my system. I woke up, invited you in. You are like i will be be ready to drink wine. You fucking alcoholic. When did you wake up? Uh, a little before seven this morning. This—that's when I got off work, bitch. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, um, it's not everything. I. Thought it would be.
2: Whoa, 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 wait, Uh, what What were your expectations then?
1: My expectations. I don't know if I could quote, I don't know if I could give you like a rundown of what it was. Just don't sound like an asshole. apparently. (laughs) Wait, uh, wait, wait, (laughs) what show do you think this is? Um, yeah, it, uh, what I'm trying to say, what I've been trying to say when you, as soon as you ask the question, yeah, I keep interrupting. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Exactly. Um, (laughs) the, uh, I think I've been waiting to have a really deep personal uh, interaction with someone. Oh, you're not going to get it here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, maybe maybe next episode. <laughs> um, and I've had some like deep moments. And I had one of my old coworkers from Starbucks say something about like, wow, Dallas, I didn't know you're so sensitive on one of the shows. really. And usually I should take that as an insult. Because I was like, I I'm not take sensitive, no. you're a pussy. What are you fucking, you know <laughs> what are you, what you trying to say? Yeah, all this like toxic masculinity, even though that's not real, that's not w- what was masculinity there, do you is. Do you remember what the, the
2: specific episode was? It or? was
1: me kind of eulogizing Matt after he had died. Okay, that was like one of the first episodes. Yeah, because right? he died before I started the podcast. That's right, I remember that. I was in the midst of it starting and I was like, how do computers work? <laughs> and, and then Matt died and I was like, how do friendships work? I didn't fucking connect i know you just went to
2: um the one year anniversary thing how was that was it am, am i wrong
1: no here it's right there on the calendar that actually happened
2: oh, um, how was that man i I live in napomo so I'm, and i drive past that the, the mural that's still there often yeah the memorial thing
1: mm-hmm. yeah um the, what it did was, you what did you guys do everyone just kind of partied at the rec center mm-hmm. that's not there anymore for, for those of you don't know, um, in Napomo, California, we have uh, – there was a rec center. And it, one day, like – it had been shut down for years. And then one day, like 10 or 12 years ago, someone burned it down so the building was gone. Mm-hmm. And then everyone used the foundation. Did you ever go to the – Yeah. The act-
2: Me too. Yeah, I went to the rec center. I think like, I remember you going. It was summer. so long ago. I,
1: see, I remember your brother, though. Yeah, everyone That's remembers so him. Yeah. yeah. Well, because he skateboarded. At least, kind of, and so did I. <laughs> well, because I remember him having like a zero skateboard, and that's I was like, right. "That's we was had like, those
2: skateboards yeah, forever, Yeah, dude. and I was that like, was dude, "That was our
1: brand to go to whenever you got skateboards." I was like, "I want a It's My skateboard. favorite. I have dude, some zero. Are you serious? Ref- that's a zero tech deck up there. That's one of my. That's, that's my favorite brand of skateboard. Die hard, like t- yeah. to this day. I have zero sticker on that fucking water bottle. Every there, time dude. that
2: um, we a- we asked my dad for a new skateboard, we're just like, we're gonna go to the one way shop in Santa Maria Mall when it was still there, mm-hmm. and we're just like, we got to find the coolest graphic for a zero skateboard.
1: Which they were all fucking cool. They were cool. all sick, they're so you still, didn't have any problems. They're still all cool. Even though James Rockman retired and he had the coolest graphics, they're still cool. Yeah. I really like Tommy Sandoval's graphics, too, by the way. Um, but getting back to the point, uh, the Matt Jam was awesome. It, was, it It Kylie tried to kind of uh, explain – or she didn't try to kind of explain it. She actually like put it into some nice words that I couldn't quite repeat. Um But just seeing, like, the amount of friendship and connection and, like, even though someone died, like, and there's some different people around. Like, there's cliques within Mm -hmm. your friendships. Like, I have friendships that only exist in their bubbles with Mm -hmm. people. And I'm not going to, like, blend those people necessarily. But there's just this big fucking friend orgy of rad people there. And it was like, I know so many of these people, and I also don't know so many of these people. And I had the most fun just skating with him. And it's so easy to just be like, fuck, I'm tired, or oh, this yeah. hurts, oh, I'm sweaty. And then look and see Matt Diaz forever spray painted somewhere and go, mm-hmm. fuck it, let's go skate some more. Let's go do this trick. Let's go get this in. Let's go fucking say hi to that friend. Let's go fucking shotgun a beer or something cool. Or, you know, just like fucking do th- fun things. Yeah. And this past year, even though he died, has brought like. In the midst of him dying, I've found so much happiness in those friendships and the moments I've had with our friends since then. Right on, man. It's um, bittersweet. Yeah. It was also the first time I had actually went up to his mural or his memorial, rather. Really. And because I, 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 was like, I'm, I can't, dude. I'm like
2: right there. Though it's like right when there, you lose a
1: friend, it's it's hard, and it's like I'm gonna just fucking melt down as soon as i get there and i didn't i held on for a long yeah. time I mean, even and i was if standing you did, that's okay it was know? it was night i was standing there i was with his brother i was with a couple of his other friends i was with kylie my friend kuko and clara cobb and yeah. and i was holding and i was like you know i wasn't feeling a whole lot and, it, and i realized i wasn't letting myself feel anything right and i just kind of like kept it in kept it in and the longer we were there the harder and harder and harder it was getting and i was like dude i'm gonna fucking lose it right now and uh my friend kuko kind of put his arm around me and i had to put my arm around him and it was just like we had to like hold each other up and like Mm. because we're both sitting there like gritting our teeth trying not to cry looking at this fucking memorial and all the stuff around it and i took one of my buttons off of my sweatshirt that i my zipper hoodie that i specifically only wear because he used to wear the same kind of hoodies it has like a little white trim yeah up like in black and i remember taking it off and going like this you, this is why i wear this shit is because of you and i met you like years ago as a kid and i went and put one of my little punk buttons Damn, on dude. his memorial and i was like really? You idiot dallas you're gonna cry so hard right now and i was like fuck 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 <laughs> Ugh, i'm gonna cry right now talking about it dude my fucking arms feel funny goddamn wine i wonder why like uh why it's like
2: you're not supposed to cry during moments like that like no, why, why no one why is it
1: no one said i couldn't i was fucking. exactly but it's kind of like the thing
2: where it's like you naturally feel like you can't let yourself get to that point point. and i always felt like it's like it's taboo but yet it's like human nature to not let yourself be that vulnerable and I just, I've always thought it was that, you know, it was just kind of interesting. Because there's nothing wrong with it. But yet it's, it's kind of uncomfortable to, to, to show yourself like that.
1: I don't know. I think because when I was a kid and kids were crying, I was like, God, this kid cries over everything or anything yeah this kid is like there's a stigma to it because we do know that there's people that we grew up with that would cry over nothing and we're like you're fucking wasting it you only get so many feelings and you're crying over nothing Mm. like my friend's gonna die one day and that's what I need to cry I can't be fucking letting it all out now over some fucking game Mm -hmm. I lost or something shit like that so like when I think of kids crying and like I think of me being a child and interacting with them I was like
2: I how are you crying you fucking you pussy no reason to cry you don't <laughs> not even that know.
1: i was like in a bullying situation but i was sitting there and i'm just like this is not the time because it's such a powerful moment it's a, to to, yeah. to be that to, to that point to just cry
2: it's got to be something it's got to be something yeah. Yeah. but even then when it's the hardest thing like losing somebody somebody you love it's it's still hard to cry you you find yourself not. I,
1: I hadn't cried around people that's what makes it even harder it's the show that I hadn't shown it around anyone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I remember the morning it happened. Uh, me and Kylie woke up and she had told me and she said, Matt Diaz died. And I was like, Matt Diaz. And I was like, I only know one Matt Diaz. Like, that's one of those names that kind of f- sounds common, but I thought and I was like, I only know one Matt Diaz. Mm-hmm. Matt Diaz died. That's like, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, it was heavy mm-hmm. and there was a time delay. Yeah. And it, I was like, it, there's "Okay." There's usually, I find there's usually a delay. Like it so, takes a while yeah. for so, it So, like you. just a few. It was like 20 minutes, maybe. Because you, like you can't me. really process it, right? It's so weird because I'm just like, even when like celebrities die, I'm like, "What?" So it's a strange there's that, relationship. There's that
2: weird thing with like when you're close to it's the celebrity celebrity thing is a weird thing because there's some celebrities that you really connect to, even though you don't personally know them. Mm-hmm. But like, let's say that they die, you still feel it. And are those feelings warranted for that person, even though you didn't personally know them, but you appreciate what they did in their life? What What do you think about that?
1: I, th- I think that if you felt something that there's no warranted or not warranted, that was your body actually responding to it. If you're pretending you felt something, then that's bullshit. And mm. that's not a real response. Right. Um, when people like Anthony Bourdain or like Kobe yeah, die, yeah. when you see those people die and they meant something to you, it's because one of the cast members of your life is gone now. Yeah. They don't get to come back so much on the inspiration show type of thing. Is just so gone much like that. so much. And so just like Kobe passing, um, Matt was one of my like big characters in my life. Yeah. What he fulfilled this role and solidified such a because there's so many people you know and you go through your life and you're like, they're like fucking background people or they're just mm, nobodies, right. or they're just like, I could do without them. But in no way was he any of those. He was absolutely Matt Diaz. I grew up going to school with him. He was like the epitome of cool to me. And it was so fucking hard Mm -hmm. to be like, God damn it. That's where my – I realized my ideas for so many things came from this person. And like my understanding of things came from someone. People don't realize that until those fucking people die. And, and that's, that's it, the worst part too is that uh, you don't
2: learn to appreciate that kind of thing in life until uh, it's taken away from
1: I you. I had no idea I cared about Kobe till he died and I was like oh damn it and then I was immediately making jokes about it. <laughs> it's a bad etiquette to get podcasts uh-huh. what can I say. <laughs> yeah but I've also been kind of experimenting with mm. um, the idea of limits and boundaries. What do you mean? Things aren't fun if you don't have boundaries You know how some people will tell jokes about anything? Some people will be like, no, no, don't joke about that. Like, that shit's annoying, but also to have boundaries makes things so interesting. Okay. To, like, have boundaries is, like, really kind of invigorates a relationship. Stop, like, pissing in front of each other. Stop, like getting undressed in front of each other like just do one less thing so that way you're more excited next time
2: you know what i mean like you know what it, i thought it was interesting about the last episode we huh, just released was what? the the thing where you were saying that you're not really comfortable with like pissing uh side by side with another man yeah. in a year and i thought yeah. that was so funny <laughs> really i think because because i it doesn't mean anything to me like, you could just go up and yeah, piss i don't care that's so weird i don't care if they look at my dick
1: it's I okay don't, I don't so, well listen you might you might have a fucking hog on you. <laughs> That explains some things. Um I just thought it was so hilarious. Might, like, you that, might have a fucking people? SMB7 sure <laughs> over there. Who knows? I'm going to do you a favor real quick. Hold on. Yeah. You got your mic sideways. Sideways? Oh, yeah, it's like pointed. I've been, I've been using it that way this entire podcast. Oh, God. By <laughs> this podcast, I mean... The whole show. Oh, Since no. I started using It's like pointed like, like
2: a couple degrees off your, your mouth, and it's like pointed like
1: up to the <laughs> ceiling of the room. I can't, I can't wait for you to fucking uh, teach me how to do this. I song.
2: remember, Um. I remember, do you remember when we, when I first started trying to help you with with the show, and I got mad at you. There, there were a couple uh, right episodes there? where it's like, why doesn't it sound as good as like when the last time I came over and set it up, and I was like, what's going on? And it was something super, super simple, like a super simple fix. And you were just like, God
1: damn it. I remember it was because the inputs.
2: Yeah, you weren't assigning the inputs to the right mic. You were going through
1: the mic on I didn't your even, actual laptop. Yeah. I was like, so, what is this? So my like laptop was recording and the cool microphone I had yeah, yeah. It wasn't was even just activated. there for looks. It was a paperweight. It was a fucking paperweight. And yeah. it was just like, why does it sound so and bad? And it took
2: us forever to be like, what's going on? And I
1: was just like, dude, this, how does this mic suck so bad? I love this thing. I love it for Hannah. I don't yeah. even know Hannah, but I feel like I'm entitled to say that. You have <laughs> to say that. That is part yeah. of the I tell I used to tell guests. It's literally on my fucking uh briefing list. Uh Fucking burps are for Hannah. Burps Number for six. Hannah. Who yeah. is
2: Hannah? I, I feel like I have some vague understanding of who Hannah is. I want to know. But who's Hannah? Like, I'm she's sorry. never been on the show. <laughs> like, what is going on?
1: Um, I want you to tell me your understanding of who Hannah is, and then I'll fill in the blanks.
2: I just feel like, I, I know you've, you've mentioned that Hannah is, like, your second girlfriend. That's, I think you mentioned that second to last episode I've mm-hmm. heard. So, obviously, she means of some importance to you. But that's pretty much all I know. Just an acquaintance of yours. Who's Hannah? Let me know. <laughs> like, um, it started since the podcast has started. Who's yeah. Hannah? Uh, and it, when it, is she going to be on the show? I know she lives in L.A. or, or wherever. But.
1: It, it's, okay, so the burps for Hannah right. started after episode eight in San Diego with my friends. That's right. Because there yeah. was the group session, mm-hmm. the orgy, um, in San Diego uh, with Du Bois. <laughs> My fucking homies, Daniel Bax and Dane Freeze and Garrett Johnson. And I think that's all of them. Um, am I forgetting someone? Um, I always forget one of them when I'm like thinking. And I'm like, oh, yeah. You jerk. I usually forget, forget Garrett. Mm. He's the biggest. <sighs> he has anyway. the smallest dick, though.
2: <laughs> God, dude. I don't know. How would you know that?
1: I wouldn't. I don't think I've ever seen his penis, actually. Yeah. Garrett, send me a picture of your dick right now. Yeah, if you're Garrett, listening to this, fucking pull it. over. Nothing can, to be ashamed of. Pull over in your cool truck and send me a picture of your dick. Please. Also, he was there. I saw him at the mat jam, and he just fucking left. I didn't even get to say bye. And I'm like, I don't think you understand how much I miss you, dude. Garrett,
2: man, what's going on?
1: Garrett Balls Johnson.
2: Is that his middle name? Balls, yes. You, I mean, that's cool.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Um, Hannah is... Kylie's childhood friend from Tennessee mm. and she right. loves California. She's like more Californian than us by traditional standards. And she finally moved out here and um, we actually reconnected or they reconnected rather. And I met her in Tennessee a couple of years ago when we took this road trip cross country. And then she finally moved out here and uh, they're mm. just been best friends ever since. And I've been hanging out with them big be- also becoming like one of you know my best friends, yeah, and just kicking it in San Diego, doing fun shit, going to the beach, and um, she <laughs> she she used to uh, have this cool boyfriend, but he dumped her. <laughs> Wait, why I is always, that, why is that Because I like making fun of her for it.
2: Oh well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a total asshole thing, but I'll just be we'll just be just sort of driving in the car down the four hundred five or something, be like, hey, Hannah, what Dallas? I was like that. She's like, oh. "What, Dallas?" Like, <laughs> remember when Nick dumped you? <laughs> Dude, You're such a dick. <sighs> I love Nick. Was it was it for the best? <clears throat> I don't know. Oh, I'm, well, I'm not gonna. Com- okay, I'm not well. gonna comment on that until I have Nick on here. Um, okay. I think he lives in Utah right now. Well, um, that's, I, that's I know. A I, long I, shot. I can't wait till we all move in together, and I'll be like, "Hey, by the way, Nick, Nick is coming over <laughs> for an episode. <laughs> you're yeah. okay, ready? You're gonna be on it too, so." Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell them. Uh, number six, burps are for Hannah. So if you burp, you have to say for Hannah.
2: Okay, wait, wait. So why why burps for Hannah, though?
1: Oh, Where does um, that come from? just in episode eight, she was burping a lot during fucking uh, the episode. I don't know if it's episode eight, but it's... Uh, yeah, someone actually uh, commented... Uh, fuck, I don't know this girl's name, but she has, like, some runs some fucking meme page or something um, being so Waller. dismissive. But uh, she commented on one of my posts and said, great episode or whatever, or good work, sounds good, but... Um, burp less or something or stop bur- or like something rude like that. And I was wow. like, go listen to episode eight. It's a fucking inside joke. Okay. Like, you know, just being playful. Do you ever get complaints
2: from your neighbors? I've always wondered that. No, really? No, dude. I would be dude. like, wait, what dude. is your problem? Dude. Like, are you okay? Dude. Like, should I be worried? Dude.
1: What? My neighbors are black. Oh, never mind. They're louder than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't, there's no, I've never been, I, I I've never been louder than, uh, and I'm not saying that because black people are loud. Dallas. But specifically, yeah, I know. <laughs> Listen, bad you, etiquette podcast. What we gonna say it is bad etiquette, but um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no, the, I, I. They're not all black, but not all my neighbors. <laughs> I gotta dig myself out of this hole, but it's really hard. Good luck, man. It's hard because uh, I. I have talked so much shit vaguely about neighbors, and it's not always about the neighbors on this side. Sometimes it's on that side, and sometimes it's across the way.
2: I remember you talking about neighbors moving out. Which neighbors was that? That side. And you're glad they moved,
1: right? Yes. Dude, they lived here for 13 years, and I've lived here for eight of those. It was hell. Why? I I don't even want to go into it. Let me start by saying I've never gotten complaints from my neighbors because these people are worse neighbors. Their ethnicity is irrelevant, but they are loud and they're black. So I made a joke out of it. So bam, zoom, zam. That's how we do it. Um, Also apologies if people are actually offended by that because by no means am I actually trying to be offensive there, but the I swear fucking, I can hear
2: some neighbors right now. Yeah, I, I yeah. know,
1: but it's it could be any of them. Yeah, it could well, be any, because I live in townhomes. I know where you live. Yeah, I, it's the yeah. fucking ghetto, first of all. So there's just like vagrants of people and derelicts of people that like need to dig themselves out of the holes, like that joke I made earlier. That I'm wasn't pretty sure funny. we could
2: just turn up one of these preamps all the way and just have a whole show of the conversation the neighbors are having outside right now.
1: I don't want to hear it. I hear it enough. <laughs> I hear it, and I'm trying to sleep during the day. You know, like, because I'll be, like, in the middle of my sleep. It's about noon. All my neighbors are just waking up. You know, assholes. (laughs) Jerks. I'm like, where's my crick? (laughs) And those are the white neighbors. Oh, no.
2: How long have you lived in Lompoc? Did you say Lompoc? Lompoc, Lompoc. What's the difference?
1: You have to take that shit out that I just said. It was horrible. Okay. Anyways, um okay <laughs> how long have I lived in Lompoc yeah say it again a Lompoc Why why is it so funny
2: well because now I'm trying to pronounce it right Lompoc or you can pronounce it like what was it that Fast and Furious movie uh Lompoc. Lompoc. yeah yeah I thought that was funny I
1: know that's what that I. Was that's what I have to explain to people like oh have you ever seen Fast and Furious and like,
2: yeah.
1: like hey, you know the the throwaway line when he's like oh you did time uh three years in Lompoc remember that part and they're like no i'm like that's where i live no i don't know where it <laughs> is till i'm like google it you know where michael Jack- jackson's cousin lives or uh sister fuck oh, i don't damn it no, no. no. I, who is it i we gotta stop i, I can i, I can get pissed so bad oh
2: wow well. you want to take a break yeah all
1: right here it comes the well, paypal you don't fucking you donate yeah, to I mean, I set to- her off Hey, Bad Etiquette listener. If you're enjoying the show and would like to support the podcast, you can donate to our PayPal at paypal.me slash baddallas.
2: Are you What's not used up? to questions?
1: No, no one asks me any questions. I don't know why people are so lazy. Well... I mean, when I think about it, when I was on my first podcast with Chris Lambert, I don't think I was asking him a ton of questions, and I even wrote a bunch I'd, down.
2: I listened to that episode. You did? Were you nervous?
1: At first. And I, can, I don't... I I, the, I remember, everyone says that. There, I
2: remember you just, like, easing into it. Like, you were just like, okay. Like, this is cool.
1: I See, I don't remember that at all, because I immediately was just like, ACDC, my mom was a stripper! <laughs> like, that's all I fucking remember. Um, But... I, I Yeah, a lot of people said I, I sounded nervous, and I was mm-hmm. like, well, I was nervous. Yeah. And I, I don't get nervous, like, openly for a lot of things like that, so... What 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 makes you nervous? It was everything. It was, for the first time, I had to be re- responsible for everything I was about to say because it was all being recorded. And now you have your own show. And now I have my own show, That's and great. I'm completely irresponsible <laughs> with the things <laughs> I say, like you might have just heard. So it, uh... <laughs> <laughs> fucking horrible! It's horrible. This fucking trajectory is just clunky.
2: How long ago was that podcast with Chris Lambert? And then I want to go into having Chris Lambert on your show and what you think about that because I've listened to his whole one pod-
1: thing at a first bitch. Oh, okay. okay, okay, okay. I gotta be nice to you. You're like the fucking mastermind behind the show. Watch out! This thing would sound so bad without you. I gotta, I gotta learn how to fucking do this shit. I gotta fucking edge you out somehow
2: there's no way like i i came to this thing like (laughs) (laughs) just so everybody knows i'm so prepared today that i don't think you're gonna
1: get to me no i meant like edge you out of this fucking uh this whole operation just learn how to do everything on my own and just stop returning your texts and emails (laughs) you're an asshole (laughs) (laughs) well my biggest fear is like what if something happens to jonathan you know that's true i thought about that too i was like what if what if something happens or like what if you know, I think
2: I have to pass on my knowledge to you.
1: That And then uh, that was part of my like, you know, when he's here, I have to really obtain some information as far as how to at least articulate an episode on my fucking laptop, right. my little audacity oh, setup. Yeah, that's, actually, that's... Just because... That's true. In the event that for whatever reason, your life is getting in the way of the the podcast which it's, hasn't happened yet but also it's it's fucking you know a possibility it's a possibility and i think it's just really um bold of me uh what's the word i'm looking for um aud- audacious to assume that you're gonna just be there for me to like i want my show now please type of thing and i don't want to make you do that because it's like oh if he's busy and i want to out by wednesday i'll do it and i'll make it out by wednesday type of thing or if uh i'm like ah cool i got a week on it i'll let him there's crisp one it up. thing we have to change okay you got to get out of audacity dude that <sighs> thing is a piece of garbage okay i could do that because remember when it we had sucks. the pro tools on the the free pro tools yeah. on there it's still on there is it um i remember weren't I think you having problems with it we though? were having problems with it and then i think that was before we realized that the inputs were fucked <gasps> That's right. so we don't even know That's what it's right. like it's with probably pro tools. still great it's probably still great oh dude oh dude we we got some homework after the episode yeah we do i I know we're gonna be all fucking drunk no dude you gotta do it like that (laughs) i'm glad this wine's almost gone are you gonna have the rest of it because i'd gladly take it no no you can you can have as much as more as you'd like i'm I'm like slurring and shit my fat fucking dumb bitch lips are getting in the way you know my last name right I,
2: i was pretty much bred to drink so
1: That's racist. Uh, and I will yeah. not tolerate racism <laughs> on this show. <laughs> he was laughing because all the N-words he's had to delete from this fucking show. <laughs> That's not true, by the way. He Dallas is well composed as he's drinking wine. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you for fucking no one I don't know if people ever do that. What? Stick up for me like that. Huh. That I that I immediately was like Maybe it's just uh, the wine. Just like damn ouch. Maybe <laughs> I need to have people drink wine. <laughs> but like, all, if I make a joke and it might be inflammatory or serious like that, no one's ever been like, "Nah, he's joking. Don't worry about it." I guess Kylie does when she sees the look of horror in her friends' faces when oh, around when, them when and someone she's gets like, offended, or like, she, "He, he's joking. It's, it's a joke." Hannah, stop crying. What do you? So
2: I think that's the one thing you have to keep in mind is that you're you're a comedian and it's a joke, and that you know. Don't take it so heavy hearted. It's really quiet right now. <laughs> I don't know if I said the right
1: thing. You no, you did. I okay. Did, I just okay. I just,
2: I just uh I, I think he's questioning himself
1: right doing now. Doing a little improv. Okay. Sometimes I like to stare at my fucking yeah. guests. I, I don't know what that means, but I'm I'm here and I'm being stared at right now. I, I don't know. No, seriously, like when I have people on, sometimes they'll just stare at them, see how they react. It's a lot of fun. Watch okay. them squirm. Okay. Cause I'm like Am I squirming? No. A little bit. Um Fuck this guy. Um, <laughs> delete. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is just going to be like, and then the fucking bitch. And it's just, you're just going to chop it into a whole st- like linear story with sound bites. I could just
2: edit it the way I want it to be. I will not do that, though. I wouldn't do that to you guys. You
1: guys deserve. Unadulterated. Unfiltered. <laughs> yeah, the uncensored. proper episode. Of the Bad Etiquette Podcast. Exactly. That's what the show is about. No, unfiltered. But seriously, um. Before we go any further, I really just really want to say thank you so much because Thanks, man. this yeah. show is it's like the main vein of my life right now. Like my life source is getting to wake up and knowing what I'm doing this week for that. Yeah. One of the worst things too is like when I'll record an episode early in the week and then something happens later in the week and I'm like, by the time I record next week's episode, this is old news. And I, I, I miss it. That's kind of a crappy and I miss feeling. it. Yeah. It's kind of a crappy and feeling. And we were
2: talking about before the show started that it it really does make a difference having something like this in your life to to really look forward to and work on. I mm-hmm. think it really gets you going and keeps you on track.
1: At least for me, It helps of... me get out of bed in the morning, yeah, or in the afternoon. And
2: you know, regardless of what <laughs> what it is, you know, having something creative to do is so important. And I don't think that everybody has that in their life, and you know, I think it's important.
1: What do you think? What's your thoughts on that? I'm sure I've said it. On this show before, and I'll say it again, it's so fucking valuable to have a creative outlet and especially somewhere where you can um, express yourself in such a fucking unfiltered way. Right. It, it, It's my pride and joy. I love coming on here. I love making jokes with my friends. Mm-hmm. Originally, the reason I wanted to start this was because, oh, I fucking want to hang out with my friends. I don't get to see them enough. I just want to, if I just invite them over with like the pretense of a podcast, Mm -hmm. maybe we'll get to hang out, fucking smoke a joint, and like kick it, and like have a drink, and like say dumb dick jokes. Yeah, and And that's why like the first couple episodes like were kind of like that. It was just like, oh my god! And how cool
2: is it to have that experience um, so cemented into something that'll last forever, like a recording? I know. That's why I like doing what I do is recording things and music is because I get to. I get to take people's creativity and cement it into a a form that lasts forever beyond my lifespan and their lifespan. I think that's so important to me.
1: I think you're going to be really interested in the uh, recording I'm going to make with this uh, guy's grandma. Yeah, that's right. You were talking about that. I don't don't know how it's going to happen if I'm going to release it through this platform or what, but... um, you guys just have to wait and find out. And if uh, you never find out, you can always just DM me. I'll give you a little background info. Right. Nothing too personal. Are you looking forward to, to that? No, it's horrible. No, a oh, big okay. waste of my well, time. I wish I never asked that I'm question. I'm just kidding, Josh. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, no, seriously. It sound, it, when I was saying earlier, I don't think I've had like quite a human personal, like a really like deep episode or whatever. Um, this could be, this ex- is exactly kind of the shit that like when he said it, I was like, yes, this is what I've been looking to do. I've been wanting to have my family members on this before and have like a real heart to heart with them. Have you not had a family member on this yet? No, I don't no. think so. And why? Um, I don't like them.
2: Okay,
0: well, yeah, well, <laughs> I'm just great. kidding. I'm yeah. just kidding.
1: But no, I want to have my mom on here, and my dad, and my brother, and my sister. That would my brothers and, that would be pretty crazy. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like just to know, like say, you know, fucking dad. No one likes Trump. Don't say it. Uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> just making jokes like that. He's yeah. not like that at all. He's like he is, but he's not. He's such a sweetheart. Yeah. like he's he's. I've never in a million years think that, oh, my dad's the nicest and healthiest yeah. person in my family. You really look up to I'm him, When I'm 25. Right? You really do. He was my best friend growing up. Yeah. I was a fucking weird, I, if you think I'm weird now, I was also like a weird fat kid that had no friends growing up. And like I hung out with my dad all the time. Like when fr- people are doing out, think, out doing things with their yeah. friends, um, I was hanging out with my dad like all the time. He would, I'd be at his friend's houses. I grew up going to like dad's friend's houses and they're like little man caves where like there was a bunch of pot smoke and fucking, (laughs) uh, we were watching adult swim at three in the morning and shooting pool. And I'm like, this is exactly what he wants to do with his friends. And this is exactly the person I want to be with is my dad. That's
2: how my dad was too. I remember, um, you know, smoking weed with my dad.
1: I've never smoked weed with my dad. Are you serious? Dude, no, seriously. For the first time he like recently he was like, Hey, uh, you smoke pot? I was like, yeah. He's like, "You want some?" I was like, "Oh, no, I'm good. I got I got plenty." I totally w- wanted really? some. And it was just this like casual like brushed over like he was like, "Come on, pussy. You smoke pot. <laughs> like I know you do." And
2: <laughs> yeah, I remember um my dad had mentioned one day. He was like, "Hey, I'm I'm going to go smoke weed." I was like, "Hey, can I join?" <laughs> and he's like, well, "How many times have you smoked pot?" Balls. I was like, "I can't count."
1: <laughs> he's, like, and he's like, "That's enough." Yeah.
2: And I was like, I was like, "Yeah, I'll- yeah, totally. And he's like, okay. And so I remember, you know, smoking some pot with my dad, and I remember easily outsmoked him. I was like, really, wow. you're gonna? Yeah. I was just like, that's crazy.
1: You know, I could probably outsmoke my dad now. I could see that. But I don't smoke. Your weed dad isn't at all. a big dude, is he? Is no. he a big dude? No. no, no, no. He's like five seven, maybe. Yeah. He's a hundred and forty pounds. Where do you get your build? You're like a um. When I say massive dude, I'm not saying like you know fat.
2: Yeah, exactly. You're just a freaking burly dude thank you yeah what was the question i don't know oh <laughs> no where do you get those genes
1: from is, is steroids oh no yeah no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: no but that would totally work but also i think i'm way too young to do steroids mm, okay. i think that's true uh once you're fully developed is when people should start doing steroids if they want to do them guys don't do steroids until you're old enough mm. And then do it in a Great very, advice, like, a yeah. very, there's plenty of Reddit pages out there to tell you how to do it. So I don't even know what the fucking problem is, guys okay i'm 24 (laughs) i'm not i'm not anyways um you know what i don't know dude i was seriously just a fucking clunker of a kid i think i grew up with a ton of processed food and a ton of i ate Mm. nothing but like burgers growing up processed beef and there's so much like growth hormone in them like i'm was literally just like born because i'm huge compared to my parents i
2: remember i only caught glimpses of glimpses of you going through um i think middle school because you went to dana right
1: yeah. yeah, Dana. I've never heard it called Dana. Oh, you know, just Dana Elementary. Anyway, Dana, yeah. I
2: remember, um, seeing you like a couple years ago, probably like five years ago. I was like, "That's Dallas. He looks completely different." Ooh, yeah. Are you serious? That's a yeah, trip. That's crazy. Fi- I just remember you ago. looking so different, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you're just like a little scary. Oh, I was a little scary. Yeah, you looked a little scary. What? Because you're what just big now. You're just oh, like, okay. like I don't want to say anything wrong to that dude because he'd probably punch me.
1: You know, I listen, you're not the first person to say that, and I hope you're not the last, because if I get some fucking cocksucker heckle me at a comedy show sit by saying okay boomer again, <laughs> I'm gonna punch him in the face. This is stupid. This isn't Facebook. You're not fucking, yeah. oh, sick burn, bro. Like, 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 why are you fucking even doing that at that show? Like, you can that- tell like he's on the fucking internet so much, like he just like I got perfect miss okay boomer. Like it, you <laughs> could tell it worked on some post that like like one of his like corny like right wing friends said or something. Right. And just like clicked it and like and or he probably said it on some big public I page, still can't got hundred likes.
2: So they said that loud enough to where you can hear it from where you were on
1: stage. Yeah. It wasn't even That's a stage. Not, he was oh, ground no, no. level. There was a fire pit in front of us. I was like, this is not going your way if it goes there. I can't bud. believe
2: people have the audacity to do that. Uh,
1: audacity. That's gotta get, Yeah. <laughs> uh, Well, listen, I, by all means, everyone has a puncher's chance. And if I got angry enough, like I wouldn't hurt him, but I want to fucking want to what a stupid ass. Anyways, for context, everyone, someone heckled me at a comedy show in in December and it pissed me off so bad that like, I'm like burping on the inside of my (laughs) chest. Excuse me. (laughs) Fucking, it pissed me off so bad. Like I'm still mad about it. And if I ever see that fucking long haired 40 year old, but somehow never hit puberty, like fucking weird lives in mom's basement incel looking motherfucker so mad do you remember the joke you were telling when he said that
2: yeah oh i'll say it verbatim can, can you say it now
1: um i remember because it like it made this one guy dylan williams cringe and i was like i don't fucking give a shit about your super woke opinion anyways and i could tell like he was already cringing at the setup and I was like, fuck you, dude. You don't even know the rest of the joke. And then I How like you moved across through. Were you, were you reading his body language? He went like this. And he went. Ah. He he has this thing where he like crosses his legs. So, sorry, Dylan. I'm going to roast you right now. I don't know if you listen, but fuck you. Um, and he just says this thing where he like crosses his legs. And he just went like. Ah. And he has these giant hands. And he goes. Ah. I wish you could like, see Dallas right now. It's ah. freaking great. I guess he went <laughs> with his giant wingspan hands and they like gripped the bridge of his oh, nose no. and he like squinted and he had his like cross legs and his like arm under here and he went. Ah. And I was just like, I know because I've known him for years and I know exactly when I say something that what that reaction means. And I'm like, you don't even know the rest of the joke, bitch. So I said, if ki- like if trans ki- trans kids exist, like if they're out there, like I'm totally fine. I'm not going to be mad at them. If my kid was trans, I'd totally accept them. But, but, and at this point he's like, ah, doing that thing. And then I'm just like, so I had to like turn to the other side of the room. If my kid sagged his pants, I'd break his fucking legs. Cause if he wants to walk like an idiot, at least he gets a better parking spot. Right. A lot of, it got some laughs, whatever. Got some fucking. And then this dude went, okay, boomer. I was like, oh, fuck you. Oh no. Like, no, it was a joke. I'm not actually a boomer. And I'm also not actually gonna break my kid's legs about getting mad over sagging pants. But I can break your legs, dude. Are you kidding? Stupid fuck. Hate this fucking guy. At what point during that show
2: did you realize, like, hey, this isn't going as well as I expected it to
1: Before be. I walked on. Really? Dude, the guy before me um, bombed, and it was really hard to recover from that because I was immediately the next guy. And they were, the crowd was already not on people's side so, because they were like, okay, fucker, that guy didn't make us laugh. You better. And it was like I could feel the anger of the room. It had The night had just started. No one had fucking, like, finished their first beer yet. So they weren't even drunk enough and loose enough to laugh at my stupid first time, second time jokes. So it and also, I think I did nothing but new material. Oh, okay. nothing but new material. I had a plenty of like old stuff that I had worked on and written. Right. And for whatever reason, I didn't go there until later in the night when I walked up and did another story, which was successful, went well.
2: Oh. So is it worse when someone does good before you, or worse? No, what, what do you uh, think? Is it equally as
1: bad? You said, "Is it?" Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So you said it kind of funny. Sorry, I'm I sorry. misunderstood. Yeah, yeah. Um, listen. You
2: at least, this.
1: at least, if someone does well before you, you're walking up with an uh, enjoyed crowd. Like They've enjoyed themselves. Up, right? They're like, yeah. They're not expecting yeah. more crap. You right? you feel confident because, like, maybe you might feel confident at the beginning, but you're gonna feel this like wave of oh. They enjoy themselves. I have to keep up with that person's just, yeah, level. Just, just ride the and high, and then you right? slowly lose them, which might leave <laughs> you with a f- fucking worst feeling. Uh, but I, I there was this one point. I don't know why we're talking about this. but there's this one point. There's this one point in the set when I felt particularly combative towards the audience, and that was the most comfortable I felt during the whole set. Really, and that's like how uncomfortable the fucking shit was. It was like, oh, like there was a certain point where I was like, I'm going to fuck you guys up in my head. And that was like the Whoa. most safe I felt. And I was like, why is the conflict is, part the cozy part? That is insane. I remember. I can't remember what joke it was. Oh, it was um, someone. Yeah, it was a joke about someone saying I have a dad bod. <laughs> yeah. Was Wait, was that your joke? It was my joke. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I was just like, oh, I got this. And then I, like, finished it, and I remembered. I remember the beats, and I remembered, like, the tags. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is good. And then... Did anybody laugh? Uh, people laughed. Okay. I okay. can't tell how many people laughed. Well, because like you're what, in the moment. Because I'm in the kind, moment. Yeah. It's kind of strange yeah. to, like, calculate it, especially when you're walking up there, like, <laughs> nervous, <laughs> like you're standing in front of, like, a big headlight, you, deer in a headlights. How do you prepare
2: yourself for something like that? I Just you me, know I
1: could never <laughs> imagine going up in front of people and trying to be funny. I still am not comfortable holding a fucking microphone. What do you mean? Like, here let me fucking, like this part is so weird too. he's getting up i'm grabbing the mic because okay, it's just okay. it's a mic just like
2: this i swear to god if you cup the mic i'm gonna i'm gonna lose it like this yeah no that's a <laughs> little like over this. the top no no what do you mean can cup I, can the I mic yeah me? what do you mean a lot of singers do this
1: oh mm, it just makes a sound terrible. it muffles it yeah yeah, yeah. so no. how do you hold the mic um like this i'm just <laughs> i cupped it uh, <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know. I'm still oh, so well, uncomfortable I mean, holding yeah. it up there, but also both times we've used singer mic stands with like a extended like a, What's a dual arm,
2: like a like a shotgun arm. Like, yeah, like exactly. Okay. And
1: and that's not a typical like in my head. I'm no, always thinking, no, 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 oh, no. just take it right off yeah. the stand. Yeah, and uh, so first do. of all, it's like. I- so I can't take the microphone off. I look Did like you such end up taking the mic, the
2: mic off the stand? Yeah, I never okay. leave it on. There. Well, That's so, I, I hate when people do so that. So you can't remember how you held it, though. I do. Well, no,
1: well, I do because I do the this thing I picked up wrap from it Henry Rollins. Your- I as I wrap it up around like my fist, like brass knuckles. All right. And um, at one point, I started to do that, but like this part and like this part, like getting to the mic and like thinking how I sound sounds good and like where to right. hold it fucks me up. And like, cause like I'm like, just, I can't totally hear myself in the PA. They don't have um, PA speakers going towards you. No, it was because nah, it was just a local no. show. It's just a so, local show, and it was just still, like, it's pa- not that hard to, to I, set up monitors though. But I, I'm not gonna complain, cause I got to play the. I mean, I you got gotta to do what you gotta got to do. Yeah, but. exactly. We'll get there. The shows I play, we'll get there. I'm not there yet. Okay. Remember, guys, I'm also, like, right. fucking super open micer amateur. Shouldn't have even been on a show like that. That's <laughs> why I bombed. Yeah. But, yeah, the microphone, it's so funny because I literally study how comedians hold the microphones. I remember you talking about and that. And I love the way – because um, there's this way Ari Shafir does it, and he holds it like this. He holds it, like, super, like, femme. Hmm. You know, like, he'll, like, hold, like, the base of the cable. And then, like, talk like this and have his, like, arms crossed like this. I'm like, I love that. It looks it's like he's it, it it look, like so it, waxed, right? It looks super funny on me because I'm such a fucking fatty, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Check your phone. Why is it fucking lighting up? Turn it I, over. You're stressing okay, me out. Okay, well, I'm sorry. I know this is a I bad could, etiquette uh, podcast, which is only appropriate sometimes. Well, okay. I'll ask you another question, okay? Yeah, I'd love to. All right. Nah, I got to pee again. sorry. Do you want to? No, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> you should have seen the fucking look on this guy's face right now. I was like, really? Because, <laughs> <Damn. laughs> I mean, I kind of have to pee. We could cross streams.
2: Anyway, okay. Here's question four. What does it feel like having a platform where anyone can listen to your thoughts and ideas slash shit talking? <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I'm too introverted to have something like a podcast. Is this something you had to get used to?
1: Well, as anyone that's a long-time listener knows, it absolutely is something I had to get used to. Right. Because the first episode to the 51st episode, super strange uh, transformation. Mm. It doesn't even sound like the same person. doesn't even sound like the same show, thanks to you. And part of me is nervous because I think, what if someone that means a lot to me listens to this one day? Mm. And I don't mean like uh, personally, but I mean like influentially. Is that a word? No, yeah. Influentially? Might as well. What the hell is that? Who cares? But okay, it it may be the bad etiquette podcast, but I also know how to spell etiquette. Okay. I'm using (laughs) words that exist for the most part. (laughs) You know why it's called the bad etiquette podcast? Okay. Because I was obsessed with fucking good etiquette doing everything. And I was like, nah, that's bad etiquette. I wouldn't wouldn't do that. That's bad etiquette. And I asked Kylie and I was like, hey, like, What do you think of this name? And she's like, oh, my God, that's perfect, you fat-headed piece of shit. (laughs) Because all you care about is etiquette. You looked up etiquette on how to paint when we were painting a house one time. Are you serious? Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm a piece of shit. Really? Yeah. As soon as I learned what the word etiquette was, I was like, oh, my God. I need – I at least want to, like, enough to get by. Like, when I'm talking to someone about sports, I want to know enough to get by. If I'm going to the bowling alley or if I'm going to jujitsu, like even though I'm a white belt, I want to know enough to like get by. See, okay, over
2: everything. you know what I mean. I don't care if I come off like ignorant. Like if I don't know something, <clears throat> that's okay. You're excited to learn.
1: Yeah, that's the, good.
2: Yeah, there's there's no problem with. I don't feel like I have to prepare myself to you know, you know, know things if I'm going to be in a group where I have to know that etiquette. I'm, I'm you know what I mean.
1: I I I do. I think it's the biggest fear is being stupid or being called stupid or people thinking I'm stupid. I mean, you don't know until like you that, know, I think that was like one of my like biggest insecurities growing up, and that makes sense. Like sometimes, some uh, the other week, someone said something really stupid in jujitsu, and I was just like, "Oh my fucking god!" I'm glad that wasn't me. Like it was just something silly. Just mm-hmm. like, it was literally like no one was like, "Oh no, you're that's not right." But in my head, I was like, if I said that, I would be hanging myself with my own belt right now.
2: See, my biggest thing is when people throw out references. There's a 90% chance I have no idea what you're talking about. I, <laughs> that's well, that's well, one of my biggest things is like, I hope you don't throw out a reference because I'm not going to know what you're talking about.
1: See, and I, I, I listen, going back to what you said about w- willing to appear ignorant, right. I have no problem because I'm embracing the fact that I am learning something new and I'm excited because next time I'm going to show you how much I've learned. Right. Next time this shit right. comes up. And so when people do throw out references, I love, like, I know I'm a nerdy, pretentious asshole when I'm like watching movies or TV shows and I laugh and everyone else doesn't. And I'm like, why do you know all this extra dumb shit for little fucking, it's little, this little like fan service mm, bullshit or mm. this little like wink at the audience that only one asshole gets. I'm like, yeah. why am I that piece of shit? So I'm always afraid. It's this weird balance of like, do you want to be a pretentious asshole or do you want to be a dumb asshole? And I'm like, I'm a little bit of both." <laughs> so. I don't know if that answers your question, you know, sufficiently, but that's how I I feel. It does.
2: Um, So, like, yeah, I remember the first solo episodes of the podcast. You can tell that you were still trying to figure out yourself, and then I, and I listened to the recent solo episodes. It's completely different. Yeah, yeah. At least I noticed.
1: I'm more comfortable. Glad
2: you noticed. Do you do you feel the same?
1: Yeah, no, I feel like I can sit off, sit here, do a whole solo episode, no problem. Yeah. Like, when I want to do a solo episode, I go, oh, shit, the clock's ticking. Let's sit down, crank it out, and then I'll go get ready for the day. Like, it's super yeah. easy to do that transition now. And like I said earlier, I'm a little – like, the solo episodes are a little, like, scatterbrained. Mm-hmm. I'm all over the place. I like the energy that that provides, mm-hmm. and I like that it, that's how the show really is. It's really different. Yeah, It's totally different than a guest mm-hmm. episode because, like – and I could tell by the number of downloads. Uh, <laughs> I know what you guys like the guest episodes more. Um, excuse me. God damn it. Sorry, I bumped. Rookie mistake. No, it's not. Yes, it it's is. It's not. Well, I mean, I haven't, herein, done, it still I haven't done that
2: this episode. Because I know.
1: There's <laughs> wheels on these chairs. I got these chairs because there's wheels on them. That's not why I got them, actually. That's not true. He got them because they were cheap. Ah fuck Mm. damn Mm. he listens (laughs) to every episode he knows (laughs) he knows jesus christ how do you go about scheduling
2: people how do you reach out to people that and, and say hey be on my podcast please
1: it's so interesting because there's some people that i have such a different relationship with that it's kind of more formal I'll have more of, like, a direct, like, message. Like, hey, just let me know, like, if you're ever interested in my podcast, reach out. I'd love to. And then there's other people where I'm like, dude, anytime you're in town, just fucking hit me up, i will go do a podcast. (laughs) And then there's other people where I'm like, ah can't you just, like, come over and, like, fucking smoke weed and kick it or something? Mm -hmm. Like, it, the environment between people... Kim, mm. It's kind of different. It depends who the guest is. Like right. you ask me three. Guests. My favorite guest still okay. is
2: Phil. It, I love
1: it's Phil. It's so
2: funny. He is you so. Say I that. don't know what, don't about the know. way he tells stories and in, in his oh. vibe, he brings it. He is great. I want him on another episode. I love Phil. He's,
1: I think he's I think, crazy. I, think, I love it. I think I've had that in my mind for a long time because you've said that before. And honestly, I think he should feel honored if he's listening because I've had a lot of guests and he's still your favorite. Yeah. I don't know if I have a favorite guest.
2: I mean, Chris Lambert's freaking cool. But. That
1: episode stood above so many in so many different ways. How so? Because it was, I think it was easily the most prepared I was for an episode. It was the most um, like detail oriented and the probably the most serious podcast while also making some good jokes mm-hmm. in the middle of it. Yeah. So, yeah, I—you've only had him on once, right? Yeah, I okay. physically can't continue. I need to piss so bad. Okay, <laughs> let's—it's—it's it's like you I'm know, I'm in the same the boat. So thank God. All right, don't gonna piss take a break. in the boat. <laughs>
2: So Dallas just spent the last uh, five minutes puking because he had one glass of wine.
1: It's because I had one glass of wine coffee with MCT oil on an empty stomach. Like a moron. Fun fact, MCT oil makes you throw up if you fucking (laughs) drink wine with it. I should have
2: been recording that, to be honest.
1: I know you said you were going to, and I was like... I know, but I would have
2: felt bad, though. Like All you would have heard in the background was like...
1: uh." It sounded violent, too. It didn't sound like a regular... I gotta swallow that. Do you need the trash can next to you? Oh, you do have the trash, I have the trash, trash can, can okay. next to me because I thought I was gonna throw up in here. I'm not even drunk. Oh, this is the worst part. Don't even feel drunk. Don't even get like the buzz. Now I'm just like <laughs> I, I mean, feel hung over already. <laughs> were you feeling fine before you had wine? I don't know. I oh, just okay. woke up, Jonathan. Oh, oh, well. You've I woke up an hour ago. Well we've been recording for an hour and three minutes, so that's it. Wow. Mm. <laughs> <clears throat> Cheap wine is a horrible, horrible <laughs> enterprise. You should have ate something, though. <sighs> well, I, I just went downstairs to look for something to eat. I really don't have the time. Mm. There's nothing that's instantly edible. I'd have to Instantly edible. Con- you con- have no patience, it. my friend. No, uh, we're pausing. What, do you want me to fucking whip up some steak or <laughs> They're something? They're not going to know. <laughs> You're going to know. Well, that's true. The momentum of the show's gone. Oh,
2: then. that's true. All right. That's not, tr- that's not true. That's not true. I have another question. He's drinking water
1: like a bitch. I'm glad I got a fucking two gallon thing of water.
2: <laughs> That's only half a gallon. Is it really? You don't know liters.
1: You don't know ounces, bitch.
2: <laughs> you said it was 64 ounces, which is less than two uh, liters. I have no So idea. obviously, you don't know ounces either. I
1: don't know how many ounces it actually is. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Fuck. I'm not usually such a bully, but Jonathan's really testing me with his <laughs> shitty wine. I'm really digging made it me out. Throw up. Yep. <clears throat> All right, you ready? Yeah, I secretly think you're here to sabotage me. No I kind of am. What we're doing? Like,
2: I'm I'm trying to put you out of your comfort zone. Is it working? I already
1: have you puking. Yeah. So uh, this will be a fun <laughs> torture like <laughs> uh, exp- experiment. oh, oh <sighs> for Hannah. I know. <laughs> yeah, that throw up for Jonathan. <laughs>
2: Okay, here's the next question. How do you see the podcast growing
1: this year? If at all. um, I think this last episode.
0: (laughs) Oh, God.
1: (laughs) Can't even make it through an episode without throwing up and fucking pile. Um, How do I see it growing this year? It doesn't have to
2: be like a major growth, but you know what I mean. He's stumped, guys. He he hasn't thought this. No, this story.
1: no. You're <laughs> cutting me off, and I'm actually trying to articulate something. He's turned really hard. Beavis discovers a growth in his pants. <laughs> Dallas discovers a growth in his podcast. <laughs> um. So I really think that the. What? What was that? Hello. Hi, mom. Yes, I am. Welcome. This is the Bad Etiquette Podcast one year anniversary with my engineer, oh, nice Jonathan Lopez. Hi. Um, hi. Nice to
2: meet you. Nice to meet you, meet you too. know You've
1: met him three times. <laughs> uh, and Remy wasn't here to chew his face off this time. He doesn't oh. like me for some reason.
2: I know. That's weird. I don't know. What, yeah. He's just weird. Yeah. He, doesn't, he barks at everybody now. Oh. It's everybody, right?
1: No. Okay. Sorry, Mom. He d- well, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, goes back everybody up there. he's not real
2: familiar with, he, he does yeah I'm not over but often So. around a bunch of kids all the time now
1: so. right too much information they're gonna locate us and that <laughs> could harm us that's bad too much background
2: place
1: in this house outside of you <clears throat> ooh I'm ooh. still a kid I still live with mom that's
2: right Thanks, mom. you just got put in your place
1: <laughs> no, this is my place I love this room I'm gonna cry when I leave it I'm gonna be happen? gone you right? know what the next neck... is
0: that ever
1: gonna happen yeah ouch <laughs> oh, we're, we're getting <laughs> <yeah>. there <laughs> go away mom I love you, <laughs> love you Anyways, uh, yeah, me and me and Kylie are uh, thinking about moving in July. Really? August? Yeah. Tell me about it. I mean, um, let how, me fi- how, let me finish how... the question up first. Okay. The answer what because were we talking about? Uh, you were asking about the growth of the That's podcast right. this right. year, and I sincerely think that uh, video is she still going? I think them? so. Yeah. Okay. Shut, up. Well, shut up, lady. <laughs> uh, <laughs> say it quiet so mom can't hear. You know when you're like mom leaves room and you're a kid and you're like fucking, fucking bitch. <laughs> Shut up, what? <laughs> Not me. No, I said I have an itch. Um, I think that uh, recording is gonna be like a little more streamlined, have better quality mics mm. too. As far as like the equipment goes, mm. hopefully there's some growth. But honestly, setting up uh, video for YouTube, mm-hmm. having a fucking uploadable content this is this is a great transition YouTube. into why we haven't done
2: youtube yet oh, shit. do you know how fast you would get canceled on youtube oh no oh all my i gosh, think about
1: dude. all i think about is how <laughs> all my like favorite people get like demonetized getting, yeah. and shit I and was i'm like, like oh my
2: a couple God. months ago i was like bad etiquette should be monetized on youtube to you know gain some profits for the profits for the show mm-hmm. to, to help keep it running and then i was just like wait a second it would be canceled so fast. <laughs> would it even be dead worth on, dead the on effort? arrival?
1: Yeah, no. Like no, one no, episode. No, 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 seriously, there's such a uh, audience for it compared. Because you have you ever heard of Legion of Skanks? No. Well, they just got demonetized. Oh, well, so. great! That's uh, perfect.
2: <laughs> We're on the right track. It's
1: um the most offensive podcast
2: who? in the world. It says who? Says you, anyone? Right? No, anyone. that's that's their really? that's their title. Is I the most offensive
1: podcast on the internet? No, because oh, wow. I don't like even remotely go there. Because it's a bunch of comedians in New York, and they record this podcast live in front of a studio audience in a comedy club, dude. And it's literally just like gnarly.
2: Yeah, I mean, it sounds it's for, that's, funny. Yeah,
1: it's funny, but it's also like. A bunch of comedians, they have the thickest skin in the world. It's nothing but rape joke waitress Damn, fucking. That's <laughs> pretty heavy. Just a lot of, it's a, it's a lot. Of, oh, you know what I was thinking? What? Getting a rape joke tattooed oh, okay. on my knuckles. Oh, yeah. I don't know about that.
2: <laughs> I mean, we've had a lot of ideas, but that one's a new one. John, it's a joke,
1: you fucking.
2: <laughs> I'm just going along with it. <sighs> it's bad.
1: Well, okay. It's bad. Don't do it. Um, no, but seriously, I want to have video uh, for the podcast. You know, I still have people like, "Oh, is it on YouTube?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Really?" You've had people say it was all the time. People are like, "Oh, the video," they want to watch it. They're like curious about like because I mean, like physical comedy. I know that stuff comes off funnier when mm. you can view and hear it. True, true. Like body language is a lot. There's a lot of. <sighs> A lot of components to comedy, and I think that f- the physicality of it is very important. Mm-hmm. And I think if um, I'm having a funny moment on the show and there's a physical background to thread it together, it's important. It's right. going to be funny. It's going to be better content, and people are going to appreciate it more. And I want them, I want them right. to appreciate yeah. it more because that means I'm appreciated more and I'm validated and I get more money you. There you Bam, go. Bam, boom, boom, that's, zam. That's what it's about. <laughs> that's so interesting. I, I was wondering – what you meant when you're like why we haven't done YouTube yet and that's why it's honestly I mean there's an aspect of like doing it
2: for the fans and then also that a whole nother aspect of why people do YouTube is to monetize what they do and support themselves and if one of the reasons was mainly to support yourself I'm Mm -hmm. sorry to say but you fucking (laughs) cancelled
1: I know it'd have to be on Vimeo or something yeah or they're like just show tits or um
2: you're on Patreon right no you're not on Patreon
1: I'm not but specifically for that same reason because well they had kicked off someone and i didn't you can get kicked off patreon yeah it was someone who said the n-word um which (laughs) which which, you know pretty but they were they said uh white n-word or something like that and they were talking about i don't know anyways it was just something silly Right, but they um, so, you know the n word, silly stuff. Excuse me, um, speaking out of line here. Right, they had demonetized someone, and a lot of people were like, "No, like this is their platform for free speech. It, it they're not racist. They weren't saying it in some hateful way. Right, uh, there, it was. Uh, I don't know, some bullshit. And I was just like, "Fucking damn, you just get demonetized for like." shit like that and that's literally their source of income and they lose like
2: thousands of dollars. Like that, right.
1: Like, oh fuck, I don't even want to risk it. That was I my mean, thought. Or I was like, I'm not even gonna go there.
2: I don't think your show is that level <laughs> offensive. I think you have a chance, but I think for YouTube wise, YouTube is pretty fucking dictator. Yeah. YouTube it's is weird. It's pretty I rough have no, dude. like today even people that don't make anywhere
1: close to offensive content, they're still struggling. And it's weird when you get shadow banned. Yeah. What the What's hell is that? that about? That's so weird. I can't believe I can search a video title word for word, letter for letter, and not find it. Yeah, because they just I put know it, it down low. So and, they don't want you to just, find it. They just bury it. Oh, it's the algorithm. No, it's not. You know how I, have you been seeing like the fucking shit come out about like the board meetings and recordings hmm, they have? No, oh, no. God, I don't even want to get into it because I'm not composed enough okay, to articulate okay. it, and I apologize to the uh, listeners and the guest here. But who knows? Good. Yeah. See that I do that oh. shit all the time. That's what I'm talking about. As far as the feedback with the arms goes, you know why? Why? Because you have them strapped to your table. I didn't do that I couldn't they wouldn't fit on the table, okay? Where'd you put the arms? Um I would put them
2: on a uh, separate stand not connected to the table
1: i but I might as well just use the other stands. yeah,
2: exactly. Well, I wanted the arms
1: bitch. Well, we have to make
2: sacrifices here on this podcast. <laughs> Fucking apparently
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, bitch you get another question. All right, Ken you deserve it. Let's go you better be ready. I'm prepared. No, oh, yeah, but in 2020, we're going to have video at some point, and I want to be- You have two iPhones. Have...
2: You have no excuses. <laughs> Come on. You serious? Yeah, go ahead. Anyway, do you want a massive following for your podcast? So massive. Right. Why? Um, well, I mean, <laughs> regardless of the obvious reasons. Why would you want a massive following? I don't know. I, I don't. Is if
1: you did, why do you think? Because
2: I want the attention.
1: With want the attention. But I don't. I this, Attention is the last thing. I, I know want. you don't, bitch. I want you to answer the <laughs> fucking question. Um, No, I, I think the, having a
2: massive following to me equals success. And I think success, at least to me, is important, even if it's not the traditional manner of success. I still think it's important. And having a podcast and having people back, what you do, I think that's important. And I think you gain that in numbers.
1: Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I agree wholeheartedly. And a lot of what I'm trying to escape is the mundaneness of like the day to day, like 40 hour work week, day job bullshit. Yeah, because it's it, a trap,
2: dude. It's a trap. And if also, you're not doing what you think has value in your life, then it's a trap.
1: I've never met anyone who worked a job like that and is happy at the end of the day and is happy with their life. And I know I'm not happy just doing that regular shit. And it sucks to like listen to people not have
0: mm-hmm.
1: any dreams or goals and have this life that, that they just have to like live like, Oh, I got to get the fucking right. Got to work for the, the car payment that's to get what, the new car. The, Cause that made me yeah, feel good that, for a little while. But then I only got the car to drive to the job that makes me feel horrible. And it's just like, I,
2: that's not what life is supposed to be about. That's my opinion. <clears throat> not um, at all. Not and, at all. And, and then, and then you're, you're forced to look at things like what you do, like your podcast is, a, is having an outlet from that. But I think you should be able to do this and still support yourself. I think that's important. You should be able to do what, Brings you value. And I think people that listen to this podcast find value in it too. You should be able to do this full time and live happily. That, That's my
1: goal. That's my life goal. Yeah. It was sincerely like my to express myself creatively yeah. and make a living off of it because there's enough people in this universe and I mean not universe but like the, on earth right to communicate and you know that there's people that are never going to be expressive or creative enough and they're just not on that totem pole and maybe I'm one of those people and I haven't realized it yet but maybe I'm one of the fucking people who's going to make the goddamn success that mm-hmm. I want and
2: you never know uh and you just have to try because <clears throat> you literally just have everyone to dive that in. has tried has
1: you know and that has made it successful is because they've tried I don't I know I don't want to get in the trap of like oh I just got you know married early and i got a, had to have a kid and then i had dreams but then i really but then you had to, to put them on the back i had bringer. to step up because i needed to feed my family and then it's just like so you just had to not live for you you had to right. live for like the other things right that, i don't know i know it's selfish and i know i'm a
2: young man but i know i mean people can take it in a selfish manner but also you have to look at it in another light
1: and also people who have children live for their children and provide for them in their life and it's like that it doesn't appeal to me right now and
2: some people that that's their dream and there's nothing wrong with it but also that doesn't have to be the end point for everybody Do
1: do you want to know a secret let's hear it secret time um your phone lit up i can see the reflection I of the microphone what? stressing me out God.
2: okay you and your phone i'm gonna just flip this guy Thank over you. until that's the, the next appropriate question thing to do
1: um it's the that's the proper Man, etiquette pe-
2: people you yeah <laughs> things really bitch. bother you don't do you want to know a secret let's hear it
1: i wish that i didn't have these kind of dreams and aspirations and i could live a very normal life in a small town that's with like a family uh, and like a fucking typical small town existence
2: I was just talking to my friend last night, my best friend, um and I was just telling him, like, my biggest fear is being one of those people where you don't have to question anything and you're just comfortable with everything i don't I don't think that's that's for me to 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 be comfortable with you know anything
1: and that do you understand? I, I understand completely I, because I'm not that fucking person in any yeah. way, shape, or form. But deep well, down, I think that, like, I just would love if there was a fucking, like, in the Matrix when the, what's his name, gets to go back into the Matrix and uh, not know about the yep, whole, yep. and, you know, and a just, like, I, to, yeah, to yeah, just live back yeah. in the, I, a part of me just wants like to be in Like ignorant bliss the, kind of life. Yeah, I, part, of me, part of me doesn't want to be fucking red-pilled, dude. <laughs> Or what, what? which one? I don't even remember which I one. I can't remember either, yeah. but I know what you're saying. Yeah. Part of me just wants to be back in the Matrix and not feel like any amount but of is, like wokeness bullshit or fucking. I don't know. I feel like that's such a big trade off to not question anything. And You're right. But also everything that makes me think, I don't give a fuck about humanity. Fuck them all. Is the shit that is the like woke shit. Hmm. You know what I mean? When is All the ignorant stuff, all the blissful, blissful, ignorant stuff. Oh, beautiful. I don't know anything. I don't want to know anything.
2: You know, there's definitely people that go through life and they just don't question anything and they're just living so blissfully.
1: There's so many of us. Those are just like statistical inevitabilities. Yeah. Something about that just doesn't rub me right, though. Well, listen, think about it this way. If they weren't there doing that, you'd have to be doing that job at some point, right? That's true. You'd have to be a part of the village cleaning the gutters In the you know what I mean like you mentioned that that kind of
2: thing on the podcast before too I have because well
1: it's kind of a really depressing reality and it's also a very arrogant idea but it's something that I still have and I know people that I still love and respect have where it's and, and and it sucks because it's kind of dehumanizing and I'm not about that. all the time necessarily um but it i don't want to look at someone and just see like a custodian i don't want to look at someone and just see a gas station attendant but sometimes i'm like thank god this cunt's doing it because i don't want to fucking work here and do that i have a podcast Mm. i say important things (laughs) i make dick jokes (laughs) i throw up after one glass of wine god so you know what i mean i swear it was only. i still live with my mom It wasn't even a whole glass of wine because it was like a little glass of wine and they like refilled the little mm. bit. Mm-hmm. Just you still sound like a bitch though. I, I'm fine. <laughs> I can't. I haven't drank since last weekend. so. Really? I've been... I slowed the what drinking you usually down drink? so much. Whiskey. Whiskey, okay. Whiskey is good. Well, I said scotch when I messaged yeah. you. Scotch sounded good. I used to have a bottle of scotch right here mm. um, and I just have a little bit all the time. I remember
2: you took that break... Uh... <laughs> what was it like during october or something
1: it was sober october but then i had a bad night in november so i went all through november and december and then i think i drank for the first time in january Mm -hmm. on maybe two weeks ago maybe two or three weeks ago like fairly recent how do you feel about slowing it down super good um so much so that just me drinking last weekend, I was like, I'm good for the rest of the month. But then you were like, oh, I'm gonna go out of wine. I was like, fuck it. It's my one year anniversary of my podcast. This is actually something you get to celebrate and be proud of. Mm-hmm. And also, I threw up. So that was <laughs> awesome and funny. You know, I used to be the puke guy in my. What? Farm. No way. I used to just throw up. I didn't start drinking until I was like 18. I don't
2: like throwing me up. I, I try hard as used to to puke.
1: I used to just throw up all the time. Like, like we just run somewhere and I'd throw up enough. You know no what way. I mean? Or like this one time. Uh, We skated from the Lompoc Skate Park all the way to Taco Bell all the way to Carl's Jr. And I had, like, eaten something in between one of those places and just threw it all up on the front of the Carl's Jr. lawn. (laughs) I used to be the puke guy. Oh, no, no, no. We went back to the skate park. That's right. We skated from Taco Bell, Carl's Jr. to the skate park, and I threw up in front of the skate park and I'm like laying down in this puddle of puke oh, and it was just like dude. I grew up watching Dustin Dolan Ali Bulala fucking Steve-O Bam Margera like all these people who just threw up so I was just dude, like dude that was my favorite I show growing up make myself Bam. did you ever watch that? yeah I have it on DVD around here somewhere that show dude fucking awesome I used to be
2: so into skateboarding
1: <sighs> dude
2: I, I know hate when
1: people say that
2: cause I don't understand for the longest time like my my biggest ambition was to be a skateboarder
1: well, you could be a skateboarder you know, I right could. now. I'm a skateboarder. Nothing special about it. But to, be, I wanted to be a pro skateboarder. Yeah, never happened. Also, I kept getting hurt. And to be honest, there was nothing around. You know what? It's white privilege. Uh, let's hear it. <laughs> kids good at skateboarding. The I've never met someone that is white and good at skateboarding and had a bad upbringing where like they didn't have access to like new skate shoes or, like, a skateboard when they needed it Mm. ever. Mm -hmm. Like, the only – it's kind of like adversely, I've never met too many – like, how do I I connect the dots here? Mexicans are good boxers. They go through a lot of hardship and they have to fight to make this money and to, like, get out of the – world they live in in mexico and that's why there's so many fucking hardcore gnarly awesome mm-hmm. mexican boxers like when you think of boxers you think of mexicans and how badass they are at it period damn you know what I think yeah when you think of skateboarders you think of how good the brazilians are when you think of jiu-jitsu also brazilians mm. that's where it came from different who'd you look who, who'd who you look up to uh skateboarding wise <sighs> growing up i don't know if i have enough time to name them all oh but like for me it was everyone, always rodney
2: Mullen. I well, did yeah. love the skateboarding.
1: Everyone. I think that is, with all due respect, very entry level. And I think that everyone looked up to Rodney Mullen because he invented every trick on the ground. I didn't even know that. Like, he invented the flat ground ollie, the kickflip, backside flip, mm-hmm. tray flip, hard flip, impossible. Anything you can do with a skateboard on the ground, he invented. I don't think there's very many tricks that people can do on the ground today that he mm. didn't invent. See, I, I remember watching I, I his, bet you $100 you couldn't name one.
2: I remember watching skate. His, skate, his skate videos and just like the way he just street skated. I was just like, <laughs> I don't see people skating like this. Like he does. He, he
1: wasn't a street, street skateboarder. Really? He was a freestyle skateboarder and he did all these tricks on flat. And then the transition to street skateboarding happened in the 90s because it used to be vert mm. and then freestyle, street style. And freestyle kind of really, really died. No one does that freestyle stuff, which is just mm. flat ground with your skateboard by right. yourself doing his trippy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, he had to transition into street skateboarding and actually, um, I think, I can't remember the name of the video, but it was a Plan B video. It was the first time anyone saw him like skate real street, like doing picnic benches and ledges and stairs and rails and stuff like that. And he had to adapt what, how he skated to this stuff. And mm. then he had this video come out. Um <sighs> wasn't round one i think it was round two i might have it down here but it was round two it was uh rodney versus Daywan, and rodney had this amazing part where he did flip tricks in mm-hmm. and out of um <clears throat> grinds on benches and ledges and stuff in a crazy way <clears throat> that i had never seen people do a lot of people had never seen him do it but i grew up like i watched a video and i went oh that's how people skate Mm -hmm. but that was like the first time people were really flipping out of stuff like that right in this insane way and it just didn't make sense to me (laughs) that like that had just happened Mm -hmm. so when you say like he skates the way he skates it's it doesn't necessarily make sense to a lot of people to this day that makes sense you want to know something even crazier let's hear it rodney mullen injured his leg from years of skateboarding like his hip hip flexors or whatever had to like stick his leg in a wheel well and tear it off and there's all this scar tissue and calcium buildup and he had to physically tear it and now that's gnarly dude without so many details because i can't remember them all right now um he now skates the opposite way he was regular now he skates goofy he was regular he was a regular footed skateboarder left foot forward and now he skates goofy right foot forward he, like, like, he can still do the trick switch, but now he's like, no, no, I'm a goofy skater now. Just no, of one that, that. Right? no one does that. No one imagine, does. Imagine if Mark McGuire, I don't know what, what way he hits, but imagine if he was left his whole career, and then he's like, oh, I'm just right. I, I hit right now. Just to change like that. Just change to the opposite, and just as good. Man, you gotta love just as good to do that. Well, he invented all the fucking shit we do. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Hannah. That's not. Yeah, Hannah. <laughs> so that's gnarly dude i didn't yeah. know that but Rod- rodney mullen was absolutely one i think rodney mullen is so important that young skateboarders watch rodney mullen because it teaches you how to skate alone that makes sense so much of me skating alone and so much of this kid uh jason adams jay adams which is really funny jay adams and jason adams are both pro skateboarders jay adams passed away he was from lord's dog everyone mm-hmm. knows that and then jason adams is this really great uh guy from black label skateboards um there's this guy I know he is the is was the drummer, I'm pretty sure it's drummer of uh Loco Ono, mm. the band. Um <laughs> Loco Ono. <laughs> it's a really cool name. Um <clears throat> excuse me. And he skates by himself a lot and he films like on his phone, which is super cool because it's like I always wanted to do shit like that, but I didn't. Dude, we
2: got to make a skate video. I want to film one of your skate videos.
1: Dude, please do it. Because I'd honestly, like that is my goal for this year was to make a video and I've gotten nothing done. Dude, it'd be so easy. Depending on how. Uh, it, it The like, idea yeah. is easy. The idea is super easy. But meeting up to a spot, go skate here, film Meeting this. up is not a problem. Meeting up. That's what you think.
2: When this am I awake?
1: Who? At night. There, like there's lighting night vision dude. there's lighting Fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> i would love to make a night vision part only it, none of the inspiration in skateboarding comes from dark that's sp- true yeah. i can't tell you a single trick i've seen done at night that hypes me up as every other trick in the daytime i'm just saying i don't know why, why. you got a unless, point you got a point but unless and i know skateboarders will know this unless you're heath kirchner i don't get the reference but that's fine okay that's cool that's why, like I said, that's I just for skaters. Okay. That's okay. just for the f- skateboard fan side, uh, fan side of the podcast.
2: But making a skate video was one of your goals <clears> for <throat> this year, 2020. Yeah.
1: I wanted to deli- Dude, we're deliver, sp- deliver. We're in deliver like a good two minute, three minute part in November, December.
2: We can make it happen. I know,
1: but I have like a list of tricks and a list of spots I want to go to, and it's like it's weird because I know I'm capable of some stuff, but I have to like get myself back to the level of skateboarding i was at
2: so what's stopping you
1: time freedom yeah look at that fucking calendar see all those shit on there
2: it's a little hard to see from here your writing's kind of shitty all
1: that shit fuck you (laughs) i wrote perfectly anyways it just honestly i think if i dedicated as much time to skateboarding as i do jujitsu uh i could do it
2: well i mean just put put the most important passions
1: first. I, I guess. know it's really hard because, like, because I know how you I don't. Feel about both. I don't. I don't pay hundred fifty dollars a month to go skateboarding. Do
2: You pay hundred fifty dollars for jiu jitsu?
1: Um, somewhat. So some, maybe one thirty. What is
2: what is know. on the side of your calendar there? That um, is the
1: schedule, the gr- times I can go to jiu jitsu.
2: What does that say? Gracie
1: something. Gracie Baja. What is that? Uh, Gracie Baja is the um. Oh, gym is that the name to? of the gym? Yeah. Okay. Um, it okay. is. <clears throat> essentially a franchise jujitsu academy across mm-hmm. the country they have something almost 900 schools or, uh, around the world and <clears throat> it's just the w- local ones in san right solving technically but it's san Inez valley so that's where i go okay okay and um it's been fan-fucking-tastic i lost 15 pounds in december from going to jujitsu.
2: i bet that felt great
1: no it hurt the whole time never mind (laughs) no yeah it it did feel good and it was weird to kind of lose that much weight like from exercise usually it just like Mm -hmm. oh shit i lost weight who knew um i
2: think it was 2018 i went from 217 to
1: 165 (gasps) what
2: the fuck yep
1: how the fuck did that happen?
2: I uh, After uh, my last relationship ended, I was like, hey, I'm kind of a fat fuck right now. I'm going to lose some weight. Did so, she
1: like you being a fat fuck? I don't know.
2: I, I wasn't like, hey, do you like me being fat? <sighs> like, that's kind of a question you really have to like.
1: Hey. I think she likes fat kids. <sighs> And she just allowed you to be fat. So how you were two seventeen? I was two seventeen, okay. dude. What'd you do? I, uh um
2: my work schedule was kind of crazy, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna wake up at three in the morning, and just run a couple miles.
1: Oh, okay. That's, that's pretty. A, that's what I did.
2: That's totally fucking. That's when you're supposed to do it. That's what I did. I, I, I just did cardio, dude. And I, and I just dropped all that weight. That's crazy. I was just so set of just like trying to improve my. Because at the time, I felt really, really shitty. Yeah, and I was just like, I just need to feel know, good about I myself. Bet. So I was just like, I can't be two seventeen now. I just I got to drop some weight.
1: I had such a different approach.
2: What? What do you mean?
1: Well, okay. Did she break up with you? Yeah, she left you. Yeah. Well, when she broke up with me, uh, <laughs> I just drank a bunch. Of, I started <laughs> drinking in that uh, next month.
2: Really? <laughs> yeah. See, drinking. I, I don't think drinking has ever made me gain weight. Um, it was- well, I
1: didn't say oh, never I gained weight. I mind. Uh, <laughs> so I'll never forget it. I started drinking the uh December it happened in October that I started drinking that December. There's thirty one days in December. I drank for twenty three of them. No. Twenty-three days drinking. I had never drank until the Thanksgiving week the weekend before Thanksgiving that year. That's I was eighteen really. years old. And it's not why I drank. I was just making a joke. Oh but okay. And now I throw up after one <laughs> glass of wine like a little bitch. So that happens.
2: <laughs> but yeah, um, it's it's kind of empowering That's a, to how, wait.
1: You're one sixty. I'm one sixty five now. One sixty five. Yeah. Okay. That's a perfect weight. Yeah. One sixty five. That's like ideal weight. That's yeah. like man weight. Your whole life.
2: Yeah. For yeah. But
1: 217, I was like, there's something wrong. Dude, I'm 217 tomorrow night. <laughs> like, I can be 217 like that. It's ridiculous. Yeah.
2: But it was due to like bad eating habits and, mm-hmm. and like feeling okay. comfortable and not you, doing much. Yeah, exactly. But, and then, and then you're kind of just like, hey, you're single now and. You don't look so great. <laughs> you're just kind of like, like oh, well, may, this might yeah, might be why. Yeah, you just gotta like, oh, you gotta change something here. Oh, and no. that's funny. Yeah, dude. Crazy. Are you ready for another
1: question? Yeah, I'm ready for another question. I, I don't yeah. even remember what the last one. I don't. Was. E- I don't remember either. Skateboard talk was good though.
2: Oh, the next question is not even the question, but it says uh, talk about why the YouTube ideas ha- has isn't a good one and i think we already covered that
1: so you're not even reading the right thing yeah <laughs> you're drinking all that <laughs> wine you're f- fucking feeling it now okay here's the next question it sucks dude if i didn't hit if i didn't have all that i could drink you under the fucking table really yeah. i
2: don't know i have a hard time believing that because uh, you have improved yourself that's fair um, we'll have to hang out more Nah. no <laughs> 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 pass
1: <laughs> hard pass <laughs> see you in a year <laughs> Two year anniversary that's kind of sad, actually. Um,
2: <laughs> all right. Are you ready for the next one? No. This is a heavy one. I don't know how you're gonna answer this because you can really answer this wrong.
1: Ask me ask me the stupid fucking question. All right.
2: How is making money from the from the show going? <laughs> and uh how important is it to you? Cause I, I know like it's it's hard to run this show
1: from your own pocket. Jonathan, I'll let you know when it happens. (laughs) Oh, all right. Question answered. All right, let's move on. I've probably made a total of $100 in the past year making the show, and it cost me anywhere from $40 to $70 a month to do. So not including the equipment I don't own. Well,
2: how do you think you can change that? That's the next uh, question. Um, How do you think we can kind of jumpstart this?
1: That's a great question. I think that I just need to be more on top of things in terms of putting the hard work in. I think I have too many distractions, uh, as far as like, whether it be like, you know, fucking stuck watching dumb TV or Mm. being stuck on social media, not doing something for the podcast. Um, unfortunately a lot of that kind of energy you put into building something Mm -hmm. takes away from your personal life. And a lot of the energy I think I could potentially put into this, which right. I don't necessarily want to, mm-hmm. but um would might might hinder my relationships.
2: Okay. You know. How do you feel like you're managing your 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 schedule of
1: life right now at it, this point? Right now it's so routine, but I've been having such fun this month. So it's hard to like compartmentalize it mm. into a negative or right. positive right. headspace. Right. Right. Well, that makes sense. Because it's just like, I don't know, like, as you can see, I have a very set schedule because my work schedule has been the same for so long. And I know when I can go to jujitsu. That's very important to me. Um, And then I have to make the rest of the time for record the podcast, Mm -hmm. uh, hang out with friends, hang out with Kylie, go skateboarding, or maybe a movie's coming out. Like, it's weird to balance free time (coughs) when I thought I had so much of it. How often do you hang out with Kylie? Um, I see her throughout the week because I'll, I'll go over after Jiu Jitsu I'll mm. go over to her house use her parents shower rack up their water bill <laughs> and then no seriously I feel so guilty every time I take a shower I'm expecting like mm. one of her parents to fucking front kick the door down and be like that's <laughs> hey, it that's hell? it that's it here's the bill here's your share give us the fucking money next month yeah. I'm sick of this shit so um, you haven't
2: lived with any of your significant others before have you?
1: never except my mom <laughs> <laughs> Tackle that one, Freud. What do you think it's like? Living with my mom? It's awesome. No, no. <laughs>
2: Dallas? Yeah. Now, what do you think it's like if you were to live with a, a significant other? Oh, I'm dreading it. Why? I'm kidding.
1: I was just okay. for Kylie
2: because she thinks I'm dreading okay, no, it. I think it's the greatest thing ever. But really? Why? Because it's just you learn to live side by side with someone you love so much. And I think once you can accomplish that, you can accomplish anything.
1: You think you think your um like decision making skills and your like prioritizing's gotten better.
2: Yeah, I. If anything, if you do it right, you feel more dependent than you are. Are you fucking touching my leg? I'm stretching. My legs okay. are killing me. I'm listening. Anyway, I feel like if you can learn to t- to live with your significant other and still feel independent, I think I think you're you're so
1: set. I don't and like the I don't like the way you said that. Well, well It, sounds, it, it sounds like Stockholm syndrome. If you no can no. live with your significant other and still feel independent. <laughs> no, because you might actually no because I, I feel
2: like e- when people are in relationships, they always bring up like, oh, I just don't know how to you know. When they break up, they're like, I don't know how to be myself with when I'm when with somebody. Have you heard that before? I hate that. I hate that
1: so much. I I've heard it like so and so it's like
2: really why are you blaming the other person you should be able to why i don't know
1: i've coordinate
2: yourself and be a person to to manage that i hate that so much anyway i'm just venting i'm just venting here
1: i don't know i'm so unapologetically myself it much to the chagrin of kylie she's definitely like had to tolerate me being who I am whatever fucking bullshit I'm expressing that day. Mm -hmm. So it's less about not feeling comfortable in my own skin around her and more about like, how far can she go? Like, (laughs) you know, like how much more shit can she put up with? But also like same goes for her. Like how much more more her shit do I got to put up with? Right. So like there's also like the – meeting of the minds in those situations when you move in together, it's like what parts of us are going to collide? Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm excited. I'm curious I, to see. because I, I want to hear
2: about it when it happens. I really do. Yeah,
1: I'll totally hear. Oh, that's going to be a fun experiment. Yeah. No, seriously, like I'm excited to kind of chronicle the journey of me as like no one into hopefully being someone someday on this podcast.
2: You don't feel like you're someone?
1: No, um. The someone that I would like to become. Do you know what that is at this moment in time? Uh pretty much, yeah. Do you want to? Sh- I have an shirt? idea. I just want to uh, make money being a comedian. I want to yeah. make a living being a comedian, and ideally, I've always really admired these uh, Renaissance men, as far as people like Henry Rollins and Joe Rogan. Like they, the mm-hmm. reason I really attracted to these guys um, is they're big muscles. No, <laughs> the reason I'm like attracted to these uh, fucking celebrities' lifestyles is. They do so much they um, you know Rogan was an actor, a comedian he uh, was a fucking martial arts champion mm-hmm. you know he's a kickboxer he fucking hosted Fear Factor has this amazing podcast like once I found out like oh there's so much to this person, you know, it's so inspiring. Henry Hen, right? Hen Rollins like writes books, goes on tours, does documentaries, like voiceovers. He's an actor. He was in a band. Like he mm-hmm. does so much. And I'm just like, I like so many things that I have to have my hands on all these fucking cookie jars. Of, you know, so, like fingers in so many pies, which sounds mm-hmm. really sexual, but that's <laughs> the expression. Um, I mean,
2: like one of my biggest fears is is not doing anything with myself. I don't want to settle for. It takes like, one se-
1: right hand. What is <laughs> <laughs> to do something with yourself, you fucking.
2: But in all serious yeah. seriousness yeah. is, you know, just do something. I don't want to just sit there and just do nothing with my life. And I don't have to be rich or famous.
1: What you do know? you want to do with your life? What is your ideal goal? Like,
2: I just like, like the thing with recording and, and photography is my favorite gigs are the gigs where, you know, I don't get paid. And, and I give someone something that'll last forever. And to see their their joy come from that is something that stays with me forever. I think that's that's so heavy, at least in my heart. And I think that means everything to me.
1: Well, honestly, it means a lot to me because you've changed my life being able to facilitate this show and creating it in the sound. Mm -hmm. I would never think that I'd feel the way I do. I've never felt like the type of person I am right now. I'm still trying to figure out how to... Balance the like almost ego mm. that I've had <laughs> being from being like small town yeah. podcast. Yeah, I remember you know I, mean? I remember when when uh,
2: I learned that you were starting a podcast and I think you mentioned something about you know trying to improve and stuff and I was just like, well, I mean, I have gear that I'm not using and like it's just sitting in my closet. Mm. Like I could just yeah. use it to help somebody. That's and I think that's important. Like just help somebody.
1: <sighs> changed changed my life.
2: That's all. That that, do matters.
1: doing that has changed the growth of the show. Has changed the audience. It's helped m- make it more accessible to people, more palatable.
2: And that's worth so much more than any profitable gain.
1: Nah, you know I what? don't know. You've well, never okay, had well, a million dollars, so well. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> For right now, you can just laugh and be like, oh, "I love the joy of <laughs> poverty."
2: But you know it's great. I've um, every project that I've started, I've asked for nothing, and I've gained so much more from it.
1: That's really beautiful. Yeah. I do you think it's because there's like a awkward um,
2: kind of like oh this this co- guy like, is there's like so a, nice and no no
1: no 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 like when you have a financial element to the equation, it becomes more like a contract, like a, an obligation. See, I less, don't like
2: that either. I don't like the feeling of a contract.
1: Okay. Well. That's why you didn't sign one. Exactly. up on. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> Make you sign. <laughs> it. Hey, you know the fucking show you engineer? I need you. You're going to
2: gonna have to sign something just so I know you're not going to screw me later.
1: Oh, well, it, it would physically, because it would be dated everything up until then. Mm-hmm. You can literally just have on file, like, listen, asshole, <laughs> this isn't anywhere. I signed that <laughs> in 2020. All of 2019's bullshit you put me through. It's going in the case file. Dude,
2: I can't believe it's 2020 already.
1: That's crazy, man. I remember thinking, like, there was these finance commercials for, like, mattresses when I was a kid. Like, pay nothing till (laughs) 2009. It was like, 2009? That's That's like 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 forever. That's like a million years away. And now it's 2020. 2009 was 11 years ago. I don't like thinking about it. kids hitting puberty walking around. They weren't even born when that commercial was coming out. How does that make you feel? I don't really give a shit. Okay. Well, like it, it it does. Like, I like the idea of wow, that was so long ago, but literally, I'm so just involved with trying to live my own life. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure a lot of people went through the same feeling. I'm moving on, I gotta go. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, also, coolest time in the world to live in. We are pretty, pretty grateful to live in this Um, Imagine a place where we live, and like, we live, there's podcasts. There is Netflix. True. There is internet porn. <laughs> it is the greatest time in all of human history to be alive. I love when people are like, we're being discriminated against. <laughs> like, Aren't you white? Shut up. <laughs> like, even white people are like, hey, yeah. that's not nice. And I'm like, it's gotten to the point white people are like fucking feeling. Priv- th- you their privilege is so up their own ass. They're like, "You're being mean to me." <laughs> you just need to chill out, please. Yeah, you ready for another question? I'm so ready. I don't even know where I was going with that.
2: All right, white <laughs> okay. people.
1: I don't. Even, I don't even really know any white people. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. I'm gonna say stupider stuff. If you don't fucking read this question. You know, this one time I used to put um, bike air pump tubes in my friend's asshole. Um, I remember this. Yeah. You talked about this <laughs> before. On, on uh, is that episode. really true? That's 100% true. Also, he's coming back on next month. Wait, why did you do that? It's funny. We made fart noises with him. Put a, uh, a bike pump in each other's asses and went <laughs> and it went. <laughs> <laughs> it just made this like giant fart sound. It was amazing. Well, it was the most hilarious fart noise you've ever heard in your life because it was like that, but it was like. <laughs> But like super loud. I can't, I can't tell do you. Do we you, have to do it. Do you think, think that's we weird
2: to, at all? That's um, nice. no. That's kind of weird. It's weird in hindsight. I don't know. I,
1: but I, listen, stop right there. Stop okay. right there. Mr. didn't have any fucking friends growing up. Um, <laughs> I, I went to, I went, I had a zero skipper <laughs> with my brother. Anyways, um, <laughs> I spoke weird with my dad because my <laughs> friends would smoke yeah, weed with me. <laughs> um, I think that it is strange in hindsight. And if adults are doing it, it'd be a little weird unless you were, I on think the it would be Jackass. less weird if adults were doing it. Um, if it was consensual, it would, it would be kind of normal, but like, was it
2: consensual when you were kids?
1: No, we were raping <laughs> each other. <laughs> yeah, no, it was totally consensual, but it was, um, I think kids do so many weird things like that when they're young that they don't know any better. Yeah. And that they're not, they don't realize that there's a social etiquette, um, <laughs> And like, a, like a, a social acceptability. yeah, You know what I mean? Because it's just like, I'm pretty sure I used to shit my pants, but I don't <laughs> do that anymore. You wouldn't be like, oh, I'm pretty sure it'd be more normal if humans shit their pants, like adults shit their pants. That's a good point. So I just think of it in terms of like just some like weird gross thing we did. I can guarantee we go into middle America. There's some weird kids like oh we all still, we some, all used yeah. to go to this one tree stump in the middle of the woods all jack off on to it <laughs> like that. Like people do that. People still do that. Because there's someone out there like doing that. Like people and and now people do weirder shit on the internet by themselves alone. That's true. And that's weird. That's that shit's true. way yeah. weirder. than It any could than, be worse. That's way weirder than any shit I ever did. One time I gave my friend Josh a wedgie. I so, up. Oh. <laughs> no, um, getting ahead of me now. Um, one time I gave my friend Josh a, a wedgie so hard that he sharded and no. shit out the sides of his underwear. No, and it was dude. just like that was hilarious. Like, we were just like fucking around. How do you get a wedgie so hard? You shit yourself. He probably had to shit. And then we were watching like Jackass and stuff. And I was just like wedgie and like fucking like he was my best friend. It wasn't just some kid. I gave a wedgie. We were in his backyard building bombs and fireworks and shit. And I just like fucking his white kid paper. And I just gave him a wedgie for the fuck of it. And he's laughing as it happened. And I watched him shit and we're dying laughing because he he knows like I don't care that he shit his pants. I'm not going to be like everyone just shit himself. You know what I mean? (laughs) Who am I going to tell? There's no MySpace back then. MySpace was, right? MySpace was around for a while, right? Yeah, there was MySpace. Did you ever have a MySpace? Yes, I did. I never did. I still have the same email. No shit. Yeah. Do you still log on? No, because it's literally uh, (laughs) NWord6969 at Yahoo. Yeah. So I can't, but I still have it out there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next question.
2: Do you feel content about where the podcast is currently?
1: Um, no, I think that oh, okay. I need to uh be picking up the pace a little more. How so. to, um this month it's been really strange, but I think I started it in a very strange headspace because I was fucking totally sick. I'm so sorry, I keep using the word headspace, headspace excuse me. Um and like the end of the year I wanted to have more of like more like some finality to it. Mm-hmm. Um Kind of like wrap it. Wrap it up better. Have like an end of the year podcast. I like Mm -hmm. things like that for whatever reason. I like the little celebrations. But then I was getting mad at myself when I was having like oh now we're doing a Halloween episode and top ten list. And I was just (laughs) like dude shut up. I just had this I have this like fucking YouTube channel that doesn't exist in my head. Just fucking (laughs) now watch Mojo. Top ten list. Dallas's favorite horror movies. Bullshit going in my head and just like why the fuck am I doing it like that? And I think that um there's a lot there's a lot of and that sounds like I'm bragging, I'm really right. not, but there's a lot of people um that have expressed interest on being on the show. Right. In being on the show, or I've asked them to be on, and I'm trying to get all these people on, and it's like I should really be trying to get more guests on before I have repeat guests like I have. I've had Zach and I Claire think it Cobb really depends on. on who's
2: willing to be on the show as soon as possible. One of the biggest
1: yeah, that, that's yeah. honestly, that's the thing. I mean, it's if like,
2: someone's willing, like, I don't. regardless if they're repeat guests, if they want to be on the show, just get them
1: in here. No, exactly. Cat. And that's totally okay with me because I like the conversation. I like talking shit. Yeah. And I like the, where the conversation evolves and someone returns. And then we've grown. We know each other a little better. But, like, I don't know who's going to be on next week's episode. I have to figure it out, right. like, this weekend at some point. Even now, you don't I have know to who's going to be on next week. Not at all. And I have to, like, find some fucking – time alone this weekend by myself to be like okay hey can you meet uh me at three in the afternoon and come mm-hmm. here and uh we're gonna and then i have to think also this is kind of funny um it's kind of annoying me but i don't want to have strangers over right now because i don't have a working dresser so every piece of clothing i own is on is on the bed behind me bed behind you yeah so it looks really unprofessional the room's a little more cluttered than i'd like there's like a fucking old uh, Christmas present like fucking prescription bottle over there and like fucking bunch of paperwork and old mail and like some hand lotion hand lotion yeah that's really mm. dick lotion to be honest but you know and it's just fucking why is this fucking environment not cozier like I thought I was set when I got the table in here and I got the mic arms and which is a really good. nice
2: touch I'm I'm glad you got this table in here. me
1: too because like the Phil and Dustin episode we did standing on like bar stools in here and really? then like I didn't have chairs in here dude I sat on the bed and someone sat on a bar stool and, like, our backs were killing us. But there's still some of my favorite conversations for yeah. some reason. The Phil and Dustin episodes, like, I... You gotta have Phil back on the show, dude. I'd love to have Phil back on. Um, fucking, those two episodes, like, really hold, like, a special place in my heart because they're so spontaneous mm-hmm. and they're also so... um. I, talk, I had, like, built up the Phil episode, which is funny. Yep. So it was, like, yep. my first, like, inside joke with my listeners, kind of. And then we just, like, sat here in my bed and just talked, like, how I wanted. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to have a friend over. No notes, no bullshit, just bullshit, just talk. Mm-hmm. No bullshit, but all bullshit. Do you usually bullshit. have notes for, for a person? I was doing this thing where I was, like, making little profiles for people and, like, doing, like. Why would you in, do that? Um, Just to have information, just showing up prepared. Mm-hmm. And I thought it would make a better episode. And I realized that the the organic flow of conversation makes a better episode. Mm -hmm. So I don't even need to like make notes. Sometimes I have questions. Sometimes I have things I want to bring up. But if you talk to someone and you know you want to know things about them, it comes out in conversation almost always.
2: And it feels better. Very rarely
1: do I be like, oh, fuck, I wanted to say that or talk about that. And if it does – if I do have those things, I feel good because it's like, oh, I would still want more. I feel good about the thing. Right. When I have a big, long three-hour conversation with someone and I get all this shit out and we run out of things to talk about and there's a lulls in the conversation, dude, I'm so done. I don't even want to think about the episode. When you send me the episode back and then I have to like take notes for the caption or the mm-hmm. description, I'm so fucking over it and I'm like, I don't even remember. I was like, I'm not interested in me or this. It's brutal. Sometimes it's really brutal. Damn. So I try to like cut them shorter now, do a little shorter because I know that the best amount of conversation. They're just going to flow. First two hours. Yeah. First two hours. Third hour. Although I did like a three hour one with someone recently. Do you remember who it was? I don't remember who it was, but it just blew by like super well. And and sometimes and you can tell by the way the conversation flows. Sometimes you can tell. It's so crazy. You have the
2: hardest job, really, being a host for a podcast. I don't think I could do it.
0: I don't
2: know. Like, like to, to, to have someone you don't really know in your bedroom and then try to have a conversation with them, it's kind of anxiety those are the, Those be.
1: are the hardest parts yeah. is when I really don't know the person. I think the most difficult time I had communicating with someone was when I had Matt Pillars on. Okay. Cause he, really? Well, he, really? he had physically and, like, almost, like, uh em- in my imagination, like intimidated me, like for the majority of my adolescence and adulthood. And Matt then-
2: Pillars was the, uh, the bouncer guy, right? Yeah. 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 He was, he, he had some, some mm-hmm.
1: stories, but also I had never spoken to him in person except one time when I was drunk at the park and I shook his hand mm-hmm. and I was saying hi and then yep. I left and that was it. And then That's it. I'd have him over and like message him. And I don't know what kind of dude he is. Cause I was, so that's, it's kind
2: of hard that that sounds pretty hard dude. it's weird because and then uh, i think you did a pretty good job for the episode too thank you yeah.
1: thank you i i that's when i knew i had to bring notes for because i was like i don't know how to uh what do you mean by notes person. though like, notes what, what is, is like i wanted to have something to talk about because if I don't know someone, I don't know what direction the conversation is gonna go. And the last thing you want it to do is stall, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, um. Ooh. Well, don't you do like a a thing with like the you know the young oh is it called the young Americans for liberty? Yeah, that's right. The young young, uh, Armenians for uh liberalism. No, the young American. Oh fuck. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to. I don't. Yeah. You know I don't want to fuck it up and i could totally fuck it up. Yeah. It's not that hard. Yeah. But when, uh it's not that easy. So when i think about um difficulty i've had with guests, i think that one was the one that i was the most nervous for and might had might have had the most yeah. difficulty like trying to com- just like yeah. bonding with the person. But when i see him i'm like psyched to see him every time. You know what i mean? And you, in my head i'm like that's my fucking guy.
2: Do you have a guest so far that you've felt the most at ease with? Most at ease yeah. with? Um, you probably had a lot of good guests on the show. It's probably hard to pick one.
1: I think the second episode with Zach came really easily just because, like, mm-hmm. I've known him for years, and then it was easy to just kick it with him. Yeah. Um, that's a good, good question because I know there's plenty of guests. Oh, you know what? No, Kale. Kale? Kale. Okay. He okay. Uh, were two s- fucking <laughs> We're two different sides of the same cock ring, (laughs) is all I'll say. Like, he is like, like, if there's a fucking yin and a yang, and they're both sperm, that's us. We're just two jizz yin and yangs. That's beautiful, man. We're just fucking like, like, he's like the other side of my pervert coin. That's what, and it's just, I don't know. (laughs) Do you guys I don't know if you guys listened to that one, but it's uh Jizzing Out the Butterflies yep. with Cale Nicholson. Yep. And he literally at one point talks about chronicling how many times he masturbated in a year. I remember that. So yeah. it like it and he and he's the one I put we'd put the bike pumps in her asses and make <laughs> fart so it's Good just job, like Kale. it's like when you when you get so close to someone, you're really uh you're there to stay. And my ease, I'm just like, I know there's nothing that I can top. So just you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know, and I have to tell you right now, I'm so fucking excited for him to come back, and I can't wait. To, Do you know when he's coming to, back? Um. Hope. Hopefully next week is what I'm aiming awesome. for. I still have to talk to him, but. Cool. Dude, I can't wait for you to hear the things he has to say. You first, and then you to be like, <laughs> yeah. dude, and then everyone else to hear. I can't wait. It's going to be fantastic. I think I have one more question
2: for you. What is it? Let's see. How do you think this? How do you think having this show has changed you? Because I know you—you you said you started from from a point of um, being down. I'd use the word uh, depression mm-hmm. when you started the show. Uh, how do you how do you feel now? Like the journey it's taken you.
1: I think I might have said something about it earlier in this episode of like I never knew I could feel this way mm-hmm. I never knew I could feel so like confident. Also, like my ego's gotten bigger, which mm-hmm. is really bad. <laughs> and thankfully, I go to jujitsu and it gets right. humbled very much. Like I had a cop almost break my arm yesterday. That's right. That we was We were talking
2: great. about that. I, He's my I fucking. Know if, I, don't I, don't know if I love we him. About He's that. awesome.
1: He's a a sergeant at the sheriff's department, but he right fucking got me in an arm bar. Did you, did you deserve it? No, we were just rolling. Oh, we were just okay. rolling. Cool. Like and, cool. and that was the um, point of the activity. And he got me, and I, like, couldn't tap fast enough. And I was like, oh, Ooh. shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Like, he was getting... I, I was feeling yeah. my elbow bones go, like... And I was like, uh-oh. Ooh,
2: that's a little scary.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that was good. That was fun. But uh, that was nice and humbling. The fucking... I think it's made me a better conversationalist. I feel like I can talk to almost anyone I run into on the streets, on the streets, you <laughs> know, <laughs> you know or streets. like any anywhere out in the world. I feel yeah. like, I feel like I have an ability to have a conversation with someone, and I can more easily communicate with strangers in like a really cool, casual, confident way. A That's really, good. Cause really not, cool, casual, not confident people way. People can do that, dude. Yeah. No. And I I didn't realize how bad I was at it before. And,
2: and then after doing it, you realize how much you're missing out on not talking on to not people. talking to people the way that you do. Right. So true. Do you feel yeah. that way? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: What do you like to do for fun?
2: Um. Record and camp. You like to camp. I love to camp. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And I'm, I'm getting into that.
1: Why do you like camping?
2: Um, like because about- it's like it's such a simplistic way to um experience a life that it really slows it down, and I feel like um it's so easy to get caught up in a schedule that things start to pass you by, and that you start you don't know how to slow things down again. And then when you, when you take the initiative to connect to nature like that, then you, then you understand, you know, that aspect of life. What do you think? I, I think, there, I, I, think I love a, the simplicity of it, man. That's, that's all that I take what, away from what, it.
1: What makes it so simple? Because like, I feel like sitting here, not having to do a lot of effort to make everything <laughs> convenient in my life. Simple. Right? Um, like, <laughs> when
2: When you're out there and you're camping out for a couple of days and you realize how easy you have things back, you know at home, you appreciate a lot of things that you normally have. Um, and then when you do get back home, you you start to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's that's something you lose so easily and you take for granted. Um, and then when you're when you're out in the wilderness for a couple of days, there's this connection you find that it's it's really hard to get from somewhere else, and I think um, I think that's something you're only going to experience until you do it, and that's why I want to take you on a trip if you're ever interested.
1: I'm absolutely super interested, yeah. and uh, because I've never been out in the wilderness for any number of days, mm-hmm. especially like I, outside of especially
2: backpacking, because what you do is you pack your pack with everything you need to survive for however long you're going to mm-hmm. stay out there, and you trek into the wilderness. And you go so far like you you hike in 10 miles and you know that if you wanted to go back, if you're going to go back, you're going to have to hike in the dark. So you have a choice of whether hiking in the dark to get back to your comfort, which is your car, or you're going to have to set up camp and do your thing. And And I think putting yourself
1: in that situation just makes you a better person, dude. Kylie's brother does shit like that, and he. I don't think of him as someone that would do that. The people who go backpacking and do that always surprise me. Really, I always find these people, and I'm like, "Oh, you!" Because to me, the activity sounds like this. It's supposed tough, to tough, manly. It's dude supposed
2: thing. to put you out of your comfort zone. I think a lot of people, when 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 someone's it's, describing it's, backpacking, it's like, "Oh, it's gonna be great." It's not supposed to 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 be this comfortable camping uh, camping experience. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be something that really puts you out. And I think that's what's important because you're supposed to not stay comfortable 24/7. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to feel something different.
1: The the activity of like effort it takes? Yeah, it's a lot of effort. Sounds, sounds exhilarating. Mm-hmm. The like I have to put this much energy into something. To get to comfort, it pushes you, and you have and, to be so uncomfortable to get to the comfort, and after, and just you, the bare minimum, yeah, comfort, dude. Just, just like mental. the like, I want to be warm, when, just like a fire. Yeah,
2: and when you're thinking about making the trip, you have to think about okay, what do I want to bring? Because what I'm bringing is the weight on your back.
1: Oh you yeah, I've heard it. plenty about that. I'm cutting a toothbrush in yep. half, like yep. You have to, you have to
2: decide what you really need. Mm-hmm. And I think oh. just going down to the basics of that and doing it, and by the time you get back to your car to go back home, it really does something to
1: you and I think you just you have to do it dude. I'm so bad with shit like that because like I bring too much shit with me always Mm -hmm. always like where
2: and you know what's cool when after you do it and and the trip you do and you do bring all that stuff with you and you make it Mm -hmm. back you realize how much little you need it's great it's beautiful you really don't need much dude
1: I love having like (laughs) I could live out of my Truck right now. You really could. That's the thing. Like you don't. No, no. I mean like comfortably. Oh, like I have so much shit in my (laughs) truck. I'm just like I have enough clothes. I have a sleeping bag. I have like. Do you really have a sleeping bag in your truck? Yeah. No way. Swear to God. That's amazing. I have a sleeping bag. I have blanket. You don't meet a lot of
2: people that have that kind of stuff in their in their truck.
1: Well, if you look at my truck, it's like it looks like I'm supposed to go out and camp with. Yeah. That's that's, the way. It's the same color. That's
2: the way you probably should have your car. Is like if something's gonna happen, you should probably be prepared.
1: Yeah. Do you have water in there? Do you usually have water? I usually have that gallon of yeah, water, and I that's don't. A big... I don't use this unless I'm doing um, what's called pojada mm. in and jujitsu, which uh, is um, Portuguese for murder. <laughs> oh, so, great! Yeah, yeah, or brawl rather, mm-hmm. but murder. Um, so I need all that water. But yeah. Anyways what kind of food do you bring i don't understand the food thing because taco bell isn't out there
2: (laughs) (laughs) food's another thing so you got to decide what you want to eat right yeah so you have the choice to uh purchase like freeze-dried food like backpacking food it's Mm -hmm. super light because there's no moisture in it Mm -hmm. or you can bring stuff like oatmeal or like um stuff that'll last long in your pack like um what is that like cheese and um like salami or something Mm -hmm. like that, stuff to to last you a while. Um, You just got to make it work. That's crazy. And you have to know how long you're going to be out there too. I was
1: going to say, how hungry do you get that whole
2: time? You know what's funny? When you're actually exercising (coughs) and hiking, you don't get that hungry. You could seriously just live off one meal a day. and You would be fine.
1: That makes sense. I kind of do that during Mm -hmm. the week, just like I eat lunch at work and that's it. Mm -hmm. I don't wake up, I don't make anything to eat and I don't come home and eat anything if I can help it. I eat lunch at work and then I'm... Uh, sleep. That's seriously what it's like, dude. I, I go to the gym fasted all the time.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm doing the uh, Sierra Nevadas this this year. Jesus, for, fucking Christ! How four, far? Four to five days.
1: Gnarly. Yeah. Oh. It's gonna be great. You know who? You know what? I I feel like you backpackers are such a different breed because by no means does anyone I see that I know backpacks do they come off as some like super fucking testosterone dripping fucking no, like head. No, it's not like that, it's right? It's not like that. But to me, like all I'm thinking is I have to go survive in the wild. I have to be alpha male. <laughs> so when I see these people, they don't fucking hit those like bells of like oh They ugh. really
2: don't. You're like, completely right.
1: And and I, I mean that with all due respect because it's I don't think of you as a beta, mm-hmm. but I don't see like my idea of what Dude, I Wolverine agree. would have I totally to be agree. out there like my friend Colby a lot in the same way, even though he's like a thousand times more man than me. Like he just like does gnarly like construction work in Mm -hmm. the snow and freezing temperatures. And then just goes and like hikes and does, he's awesome. I love him. Mm. Um, I he, he grew up in a nice suburban two story home and like fucking, you know, always had Dr. Peppers in the yeah. fridge and that was like that's my idea of him. It's mm-hmm. awesome. But he does shit way harder than I've ever done. And then same thing, Kylie's brother and goes on, on these big yeah. fucking hikes and backpacks. I'm like, how do you do that? Because at home dude, it's it, like all, I see you in slippers, it's, dude. It's <laughs>
2: all about just knowing what you have to do to survive. And once you know that, you're good. And I think that's such an important thing to know. I'm getting so much anxiety just thinking
1: about it really? in a really fun way.
2: Like the other day, I, I I camped out by myself at a MDO, Montana De Oro mm-hmm. in Los Osos. Dude, when I woke up that morning, so beautiful, man. Which, I, can't, w- I can't believe how beautiful it is. Just
1: that, yeah. I I really don't know. You couldn't explain it to me to or I could understand because I'd have to experience you'd it. You'd have, have to, to explain, have hands on. Yeah. What's your fiance's name? Allie, Allie. okay yeah. i knew that but i couldn't recall it for whatever reason right now um what does she think about you just like going out by yourself and she goes with that? me oh okay. yeah
2: the last She's trip i went me. on was in big Sur, and she went with me
1: wow what yeah. about when you went by yourself can she like text you is She all worry yeah. about you so
2: the good thing is well, she she doesn't like the the idea of me like going out to like some big trip and like hey don't go by she told me i don't want you to go by yourself on a big trip like that just make sure sure oh. someone's with you
1: yeah in case you need to eat them
2: yeah <laughs> But, yeah, she definitely worries. And, I mean, she has enough worry to warrant that because, like, I mean, people die all the time out there. Mm-hmm. Um, like, whether it be beers or fucking um, mountain lions. What Dude. the fuck did you say? Bears. You said beers. beers. You know that, right? I, you could you you could get <laughs> ki- killed by beers, you know, if you drink got, enough. I
1: almost got killed by a <laughs> bottle, uh, fucking glass of wine earlier. <laughs> you did, yeah. Um, My throat ha- Have you, Have you
2: seen those mountain lion videos where people are, like, they get stalked by mountain lions? Uh, it's gnarly dude gnarly. those things walk up you, on d- you d-
1: you don't bring a gun or anything
2: i mean you could but you, know I, hard, I, I, you i know how hard it is to especially in the state of california to conceal a gun and it be legal oh i'm sorry
1: <laughs> bitch do you think i'd give a shit when <laughs> my life depends on it exactly I'm hiding the gun
2: exactly um Ugh. but you know what works just as fine as a gun is a uh,
1: bear spray? Other guns, <laughs> other gu- guess, <laughs> get how how many rounds is in a bear spray magazine? I don't know exactly, <laughs> they don't have that.
2: But seriously, do you know how <laughs> you know what kind of caliber of gun you'd need to actually kill a, a bear? At least nine millimeter, you know what would work better than that? Bear spray, no, it doesn't. Yes, I've it does.
1: Heard so no, mu- dude. I've heard so much, I've heard. So many times the people who are like hardcore hunters and campers say bear spray doesn't even fucking work most of the time. Dude,
2: I guess it really depends on the bear.
1: Have you ever used it on a bear? No, I then haven't. Then shut the fuck no. up. You don't even have proof that's baloney show me a video you know of someone just just right right no, you riot copying can look someone. it
2: up you can look it up and it works I, then i need to you look know it what? up you know what? what we need to go on a trip and we need to come across a bear and we're gonna use it we're okay. gonna
1: attract the bear too I'll, we're gonna be asking for death i'll bring my gun you bring the bear spray do you really have a gun I, we're not gonna talk about that okay. anyways um i'll bring a gun or my gun it'll be my gun um and you bring your bear spray and we'll see how the fuck okay. it goes. You can psst, psst okay. on your little bear and he's gonna go. Urgh. Have you seen bears even fight each other? They don't give a shit about spray. Let me tell you something. You know when you're like scrambling with someone in a like, you're like wrestling or like, I, I take you to one jujitsu class, you're gonna understand why bears don't give a fuck about bear spray.
2: Have you, you seen evidence where it doesn't work? Have you seen
1: Grizzly Man? No. That's all the evidence what I think is I that? need right now. What is that? You see these two bears rip fucking chunks of each other out. There's no amount of like Oh, you got it in my eyes. This isn't a hippie at a protest and some riot cops going. It's a fucking killing machine. Well, okay. That you literally just said. Do you know what kind of caliber bullet you'd need to take a bear down? Do you know what kind of caliber spray you'd have to have for some sort of irritant to make the big? Here's the thing: as long as it irritates
2: their eyes enough to where they can't operate, you have the time
1: to run away. That's great. But also, you know what I can do, eyes closed? What's that? Choke you to death? <laughs> I can I was in jujitsu yesterday, eyes closed, not being choked to death. Okay, well here's the thing. You know what a bear could do? Eyes closed, maul you to fucking death. Here's the point. If you're going to take the chance and go out
2: in the wilderness, you have to know that you're taking the chance to risk your life and putting yourself in that situation,
1: Mm -hmm. regardless if you have a gun or a bear spray. Absolutely. That's the bottom line. No, sincerely. um, Me and Kylie got lost on a big old hike. I remember yeah and I had this knife oh, on that? me at all times show me that dude. I bought this the day after Clara broke up with me and I was just like I'm gonna kill myself with it <laughs> no I'm just kidding I'm just kidding <laughs> no I just bought it and I was like I fucking I'm doing whatever the fuck I want and I wanted a fucking knife so I bought it um and it just it's a big old knife and I took it with me on the hike and I you know how you mentioned the mountain lion stalking type thing I in my head convinced myself that we were being stalked by a mountain lion And I was prepared to die. You know the scary part
2: about being stalked by a mountain lion Hmm. is that um, if they're really going to kill you, you'll never see them coming.
1: Yeah, I know.
2: That's that's that's
1: that's the scariest part. And also is because all I'm thinking is they're going to go after Kylie first. She's smaller. It's yep. The smaller you are, the so I'm literally just looking everywhere around her, thinking. I hope it doesn't fucking know that I'm ready to die for this. And and they say once they start
2: attacking someone that all you have to do is just try to fight for your life. That's it,
1: and and honestly, that's all all, all I do. Yep. Even if I'm going out, like I just want to fight for my life. Yeah, my biggest fucking fear, even at when I, even at the hotel, every time I'm walking from the kitchen to the lobby, because it's out close to the mountains, and I can I'm like on ranches technically. Right. Uh, all I'm thinking is there's just gonna be like a fucking mountain lion. Like, oh shit, morning meal. I don't even have to go. Really? Park. Every time no. I'm always thinking that there's gonna be a mountain lion to come fucking attack me. And it sucks because I'm always like holding like a big hot like coffee or like water. And I'm like, I hope I fucking dump it on this pussy's face. This pussy cat's face. Oh,
2: no, dude.
1: Uh, Dude, I'm terrified of it.
2: You still want to go on a trip though, right? Yeah, absolutely. Great.
1: Yeah. Now I convinced myself I want to bring a gun though. So (laughs) watch your mouth when we're out there. To
2: be honest, the only reason why I'd want to bring a gun is um, human interaction.
1: Yeah, if you talk to me enough it's over <laughs> I'm, I'm killing myself no, not you I, I feel me. like
2: the chance of getting mauled by a bear or a mountain lion is very slim very slim compared to getting jumped by a, a crazy person out there that wants to, to hurt you
1: 10 out of 10 times I've been in physical danger has been from people and not animals right so exactly I'm, not, I'm exactly not, not nearly as worried about an animal especially if we're hiking somewhere that's been hiked They're usually. Mm-hmm usually pretty like, yeah. mm, stay away from me. I can smell something. Let's get out of here. You know what I mean? Like fucking like animals that can, uh, don't even know they could kill us. or are like, oh, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. Like I smell yeah, like human.
2: Usually the chances are, they're just like, no, I don't, I don't want any part of this. Yeah. They're no.
1: like, um, I definitely just fucking sat on a squirrel and ate it for lunch. <laughs> I don't need to fucking go find the 217 pound man. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Where, where did you and
2: Kylie go where
1: you guys got, got lost? It wasn't where even was that? that we got lost. It was that. We were on such a long hike. Do you love what them? is that? That is my what? neighbors oh my God. shower. That's them showering. That is That'll just so come off. They'll just turn on. Isn't that the worst? That is the worst. Yeah. So you'll hear that know. from time to time How do you on sleep? the podcast.
2: Well, I mean you I you sleep during the day.
1: Well, yeah, they're 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 asleep. They don't wake up till noon to go find their meth <laughs> and shit. So <laughs> like what <laughs> No, I don't know. It's like some sort of like water they use. I don't know. Yeah. The pipes are right there. I sleep with C B D. That's okay. how I sleep. That's right. Or I'll that's smoke right. some weed before I go to sleep. Right. Usually how I do it. Um. But we went to this hike and it was, I'm trying to remember. It was the Skyline to the Sea Trail. <gasps>
2: Dude, I'm doing that. I'm doing that very soon in a couple months. Skyline well, we, to the Sea Trail. Well,
1: we did the loop, um, from Berry Creek Falls back. So it's, did you it's do 10 the? Miles.
2: Uh, you guys did the ten miles. Yeah.
1: So okay, I
2: think that's half of it.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's we did the loop, the yeah. skyline to seas 30 to the coast
2: because, um, yeah, if you go all the way to the coast, I think it's a two or three day camp out.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd really like to do that one day. Yeah, that's uh, that's on my like bucket list because I, I just love that area, it's so beautiful. But dude. that's where we did up on Big Basin. So, what, yeah, what happened? We. Well, I had taken this hike before and we always just just went straight to the falls and then straight back. <laughs> God, fucking people. We just go straight to the falls and then straight back the way we came. But she was like, oh, let's do the loop. Let's go to the falls. And then we're going to the falls, then back around yeah. to the station, ranger station or whatever. And I was like, okay, we'll do that. And then we we like hit this sign and it was like five miles. And we're like, Wait we're halfway. Sec. No. no, But Kylie hadn't done it. and I hadn't done it. I had walked back the other way. And she was like, "I don't want to walk all the way back there," and I'm just totally, yeah, totally just yeah. doing her disservice by saying that. But she was just <laughs> like, right. "I don't want to walk all the way back," and I'm like, "Okay, I get it." Because it's either we walked to the five mile point and we then, see the sign, and we're like, "You want to walk all the way back?" And she's like, "No, that sounds like far. Wouldn't it just be quicker to just, you know, go this way or like we can just go all the way around?" I'm like, "Okay." Ended up not being okay. Um, we're the only ones out there. It's no. getting dark. Oh, dude. Fucking. She's freaking out. I'm secretly freaking out. And but you're you're trying to keep it together. Oh no, I kept it so together I've never felt more man in my entire life. Good. Period. Like there's no time when I've ever like my shirt was off. I'm walking around like shirtless, like chest out, like this knife like in my fucking hand. I gave her one of my knives. I was like, play loud music on your phone right fucking now. That's a good
2: idea. Pl- make get, make get, as
1: much noise as get get you can. Drake to drown these mountain lions out because also I saw cat shit. It was mountain lion shit. Yep. And there's a heron and I was like oh fuck oh yep. fuck, yep. Oh, fuck yep. oh fuck oh fuck. That's not good. So, I, because it was it was hair from an animal it had eaten. Yep. And I was like, uh-oh, that's not good. Yep. They're around here somewhere. And they were literally like, I'm seeing all these like old like carvings of people's names and rocks. And I'm like, all oh, these dudes are gone. they were all dead. They're all killed. They're gone. And we still had miles to go. And I'm just like looking up and down and around. And like they're going to go after her. So, I was like, Kylie, walk in front of me. But she was walking slow because she's smaller and she's tired. And I'm standing behind her just fucking. Oh. Oh, it was dude, one of the it bad. was one of the most psychosomatic experiences of my life because I convinced myself that we were being stalked by a mountain lion. I thought that I was gonna have to fight one to the death and fight it off. And then we're getting close and we're like kind of like jogging at one point, like trying to get closer to the trail because it's getting darker. And she trips and falls and slams into the ground and these rocks and like hurts her hip and her knee and like is you know, fucking, which is the last thing you want to do. And she's just, she's starting to cry because we're miserable. And she had just, I need her to come on and tell this story so we could piece it together and have like a cohesive uh, linear story. But, um, and it's getting dark and she's, and I'm just like, fuck, we have to go. And finally, finally, like she's freaking out. I'm freaking out too, but on the inside, she's just openly freaking out. So I can like Mm -hmm. comment on it. Mm -hmm. Um, Finally, I see like lights like in the distance from like, but it's dark and I barely lights. see like a lamp, like a little lamp. Yeah. And it's like in front of the ranger station. I was like, "Look, we made it, we made it. It's dark, but we made it. Look, we're here, we're fine, dude. Just relax." <laughs> and then like it was the biggest. We drove and then we drove all the way home that night.
2: You drove home that night, yeah, from from mm-hmm. the big basin area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a that's a drive, dude. <sighs> yeah. And then I remember getting home. I drove home from her house, Los Alamos here. And I remember getting out, and, like, I've always walked around this neighborhood feeling, because I've had a couple, like, altercations and interactions with people. I had to pull my knife out on someone before and, like, always been, like, a little tense and nervous. And I just parked my car, and I got out, and I was like,
2: this ain't nothing. This right? is
1: nothing. Yeah. This feels so beneath me, and I felt so good. Because I just had an amazing, exhilarating exercise, this amazing fucking, like, uh, like mental enlightenment, and all this rich oxygen environment from the trees Mm -hmm. and just like i don't know you're it just felt so exactly and so primal i felt like oh that's what people are supposed to do that's that's exactly the feeling you get from backpacking every seriously every time i go to big basin i have that feeling of like oh that's what i'm supposed to we're supposed to be doing we're supposed that's where we came that's where we came from nature it's so weird it's so weird because it sounds so pretentious, and if I heard someone else saying it, I'd be like, "I hate you." See, the, the
2: way we live now is is seriously still new in in the history of human life. Mm-hmm. The way we live now, we came from that. We we came from from the way we used to live in in nature. If you really think about it,
1: and we're still there. A lot of people still live in nature. That's yeah, true. It's not cool. Not by choice. <laughs> i didn't realize what you said until a little after um not by choice um oh man yeah dude. that's a miserable existence <laughs> that's, that's another thing how bad do you fucking stink after a couple of days do you bring changes of underwear do you bring fucking socks i don't want to get trench foot from stepping over a squirrel um, skeleton
2: see the cool thing is that it really depends on how bad you mess up out there like if you're crossing a river and you get your feet wet you better have a change of socks, or you're gonna, or you're gonna have to start a campfire and dry your socks, or otherwise you're gonna have to put on those cold socks and you're gonna get transfoot. So gross.
1: But that's the exciting part about it. I don't know why I love it so no, much. No, it is but exciting because it's, it's, go watch a survival show and be like, oh, that that's cool. That sounds fun. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Then you just do that. Yeah,
2: but wow. like the majority of trips aren't like that though. It's, I mean, you you kind of just expect the worst, but it doesn't really happen.
1: I'm bringing a gun. We're going. <laughs> you're <laughs> you're bringing a gun. It'll, like, it'll be in the backpack it'll be like, like it'll hip, be like a hip carry whatever. have
2: you heard of the people that um do those crazy through hikes like the pct trail yeah
1: pacific pacific Take, crest trail. takes like four months uh, and, and there's been like <sighs> murders. yeah
2: and there's been like people murder people out dude there. what a
1: perfect place to murder someone no one expects you for months and then you're just oh he's gone oh maybe he got eaten
2: yeah by a person yeah <laughs> it's just uh, um and there's dark that, there's that huge debate of like should you bring a gun or should you not i think um i think I, you that's have, not I, a
1: huge debate we might have had a huge debate but i think it's pretty clear no, cut if you I was want gonna to say like do if, it if, if you, you feel like don't.
2: you need a gun then bring a gun see see how
1: I've, this <laughs> happened so many times i caught it like <laughs> yeah that. you got it totally. like a pro dude second second nature um yeah and knives, knives are fun. Knives are cool. Also, it'd just be cool. It'd just be like, hey, dude, like, fucking, I got some extra rounds. See if you can hit that uh, tree. <laughs> yeah, you know. No, that's, that's totally acceptable, I guess. Yeah. Or just not at all. Just like literally, like even just for safety's sake, like mm-hmm. not have it out unless absolutely necessary. Yeah, because I, I, know, I would also want to show.
2: I know most people have they they pack their gun in, in their pack to where it's super easy to to access it Mm -hmm. and that way if there was something like someone was you know getting hurt or being taken advantage of by by somebody they would pull it out of their pack no problem and that's the only time they would use it and I think that's completely justifiable
1: it's fine yeah Yeah. that's what it's for I think it's different in Nature, because I feel like you might have a little bit more awareness of mm. anomalies out there, mm-hmm. because you're like, I'm not used to this asshole being out here type of animal. Mm-hmm. Then you can have time to grab it. Yeah, it's true. If I if we we're if there was like an open carry or concealed carry in town in like person, right. I'd want to have it like as right there, right, right. there, yeah, hip carry. Groin carry because like at most if it's round in in the chamber, yeah, everything.
2: At most if it's in your pack, I mean they make backpacks where like there's a side zipper where Mm -hmm. you can just zip it down and grab the most accessible thing the way you packed it and pull it out, but still that takes time.
1: They have like like holsters, Mm -hmm. like this. (laughs) You can oh look at that yeah, so that's great. You can like just strap that right onto a belt right onto a backpack. Right there, it's perfect.
2: Ideally, you'd want it on your belt. Backpacks Ideally. are so heavy, like.
1: Oh, and also, I'm t- flinging it off, and then my my sidearm's hitting Jonathan in the face and shooting the <laughs> third squirrel of this story. So,
2: what are you What are you packing there? I mean, it's probably just a, a clip. I think Dallas is in the clip.
1: Yeah, it's literally just yep. a empty holster. Um, but. <sighs> Fuck my throat is killing me. Yeah. You have a last question for me? You need to wrap uh, this up. Look, I gotta piss, I gotta you're... puke again. <laughs> Fucking bottles going. He's
2: he's had a night. How long have we been doing this, by the way? Mm. It's it's already six thirty nine. We started at like three thirty, I think. Are you scared to touch a Mac? Yeah. Oh, let's see.
1: Not long. Two and a half hours.
2: Almost two hours.
1: Almost two hours? Almost two hours. What are you talking about?
2: Wait, no, I could be ringing that wrong. It's two hours, 26 minutes.
1: He's good. He's been doing this for a while. Yeah, sorry.
2: That's a good length. Let's Thank see you. if I have a last question for you.
1: I think you've read them all, but if there's anything you'd like to add or wrap this up, like I think we've had a great conversation, and mm-hmm. I'd really like to uh, go to the fucking <laughs> woods now. <laughs> I think I've
2: asked you everything, dude. This is your chance to yell the closing like every episode.
1: I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but uh, listen, <laughs> where the
2: fuck are you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> listen, what do you have a problem with that? No, I love it. I you love what, it. When
2: did you start that? I know it's
1: it, I was it's somewhat new. I was very angry one day, really, and I just sprouted it. I love I it, just, dude. I just shouted it. It is at such, the end of an episode. It is one such time. a
2: trademark thing to end your episodes now, you got to do it every time.
1: Well, see, I was just very upset, and I said it, and I was like, I don't even fucking care. Sent to JLo. No. deal with it. It's great, and I love it. And then Kylie listened to it, and she was like, I love that, you have to say that at the end of every episode. <laughs> it's so trademark. And I was like, okay, cool, no problem. And now I've said it for the past three or four episodes, four or five episodes in a row. You gotta keep doing and it, it. Yeah, I totally will, but um, I just want to add that, I mean, not add, but finally say, like, thank you so much, you've provided so much tools and so much assistance for me realizing this creative endeavor and self-expression and I really think that you just providing the service that you had has helped uh continue the dialogue people have in this time that a lot of people need to be talking to each other and bonding with each other over human experiences and shared experiences and not so much you know social media bullshit and (laughs) dumb fucking political missteps and ridiculous shit that in the grand scheme of things yeah. doesn't matter so um thank you from the bottom of my heart for helping this become a reality
2: thanks man i appreciate that and i'm here for the long run do the honors scream that outro dude
1: i don't know if I, this is the bad etiquette wow. podcast where the fuck are you <laughs>